Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. No way. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You ain't full retard, man. I'm your huckleberry. How many assholes we got on this ship, anyhow? Yo! I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. Hit the lights. It's boner time. Napoleon's sister was a fucking freak. Hey, where are the white women at? Excuse me while I whip this out. <laughs> What is your major malfunction, numbnuts? You have smoked yourself retarded. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters. We have a full house tonight. A bunch of new faces that I'm glad to re, uh, to unite with. And Shayla's already been on here before, but I wasn't. I have. So you were sick. Count. You were sick. <laughs> yeah. So welcome, my friends from Instagram, Shayla and Fraser. Hi. How's it going? Hi. How you guys doing? Beautiful. Better than ever, I guess. Yeah, it's a beautiful, like... Well, I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but like 10 degrees Celsius here, you know, the sun's shining. We're good. <laughs> That's a good thing. Good thing. And our friend Vince, how you doing, friend? Hey, Matt, I'm doing well. I'm glad that the connection's working out better than when I was talking to Ryan last time. Seems like a quality connection this time, so it's good. I'm happy. And I learned from that podcast, it's it's cool to call you Kiwis. It's not like a, 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 a negative or derogatory term. I always I always wondered that. And uh, so now I know. No, Kiwis is cool. Kiwis <laughs> is what we normally go by. Yeah. Well, Sheep welcome, my is, friend. Is, I'm, I'm glad you could join us. <laughs> I, I love having new faces here. Ryan, yeah, how's yeah, it no, going, cool. man? Good, man. Same old stuff. We'll see if our fifth will hop on. If not, she's bailed twice. And, uh, you know, it's it is what it is. But um, yeah, man, just uh, hanging out, apparently finding out that I've been poisoning myself over the last five years with the water. How crazy is that? So uh, so, guys, I I'll 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 put the link in the notes. But uh, there's this uh, website and it is called EWG.org. And uh, it's backslash tap water. And you go there and what you can do is uh, put in your zip code and it will give you water. So I'm going to go to my childhood. It'll give you the contaminants in your water. So I'm going to go to my childhood home and see what it pulls up. Ooh, it's it. So it gives oh. us tw- 12 contaminants detected that exceed the guidelines and then 16 in total. So we'll look. And they have. Oh, this a... one looks a lot worse than Ryan's, huh? Oof. Wow. What is that first oh. one? It's trying Bromo to pronounce di- that shit. Chloromethane. It's a organic solvent. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh my disgusting. God. There's 32 times the limit of that. There's chloroform in the water at 
6.6 times greater. All sorts of nitrates and uh, oh, here we oh, go. Oh, shit. Radium. Radium. Some, what are those? Trihalomethanes, 154 oh, times limit. Cool. So, what it does is it gives you all the contaminants and then how much they are above the health guideline. And man, it is some scary stuff when you see it. I, I was freaked out and I checked mine and I, there was one in there. And uh, hmm. so I don't feel so bad. And Ryan, Ryan, we checked yours. And what was it? Arsenic? Arsenic, it, I think it was 1,700 times the, the uh, recommended like safe level. Because there's arsenic in all water. Um, yeah. I wonder what Ron's water supply is in his area. Because he was saying he had really high levels of arsenic. Um, but you know what? It's crazy how, how the body works, man. The human body is just such a freaking miracle, man. And you have, you're constantly being poisoned, like with apparently at really high doses in the water. And then obviously in the air and then our food, I think that we're taking in, and obviously this has been a slow burn for humankind, right? We started off with really pure food and now we're moving into this kind of shit. But I, I feel like if you went back in time, and you gave like a caveman some of the water I'm drinking, they'd probably die they wouldn't on the drink spot. It. They'd puke. They wouldn't drink yeah. it. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like how um if you pour like diet soda on the ground, ants won't go to it because they know it's fake. They know it's not real sugar, right? Yeah. You Nature know? never lies. Yeah, like same thing like with like maggots won't eat like processed food, right? So if maggot won't eat it and we're still eating it, that's something that's probably pretty questionable, <laughs> I'd say, right? <laughs> Yeah, I know rats won't go near Irish Spring soap. Yeah, no, oh, really? they won't. They won't. And, and mice won't mess that's... with mint. Mice no, hate they won't. mint for some reason. Well, and there's got to be some organic pesticides too, right? Like coffee, I know is a big organic pesticide and apparently mint. Um, so it's, I, I wonder I why work, some of those. I used to work in a hardware store. That was my first job. And uh, we sold like, you know, pesticides, bug killers, things like that, man. And the amount of just insane amount of like these bug killers, I'd see people buy it actually sickened me, right? Um, the bed bug sprays and all of this stuff. And like people were buying them and they had kids and stuff. And I'm like, you're going to spray this shit all over your house. Like, mm. you know, and then I'd get people that didn't speak English, right? And trying to explain to them the best I could, like, don't spray this shit on your bed. And I'm sure they probably took that stuff home. And uh, I'll say I worked at Home Depot was the company I worked for. Um, Home Depot is the leading supplier of Roundup worldwide. Oh, and, no doubt. I, yeah. No, but this is crazy. So they have had millions of like <clears throat> signatures and petitions for them to take Roundup off the shelves. Okay. About, I don't know, five years ago, one, one woman wrote a letter about this Halloween decoration they had because he had like a peeping face. And they're like, this is offensive to women because it oh replicates my. like peeping tops. They took that thing out of every store in North America, including the one I worked at, but they won't take Roundup off the shelf. Nope. <laughs> like it's, it's absolutely mind boggling. Right. Well, and and it, like, it's interesting you say that Shayla, because I, I, my son, since he's been little has always had an issue with bloody noses just random sometimes it's for a couple nights in a row um but i noticed that you know over the winter obviously it's a lot drier in the place but we we humidify the air so it, it's a constant moisture in the, in the place but the one thing i never thought about 
is all of those fragrance products that you use, whether it's a wall plug-in or a scented candle um, or any of those things, the, the carpet. Dish soap, any of the cleaners yeah. you use too. Because and, and they don't so have I, to legally... They, they don't have to legally say anything if it has fragrance in it, right? No. So mm-hmm. I started unplugging them all, right? And I, I I killed the candles. I didn't use the candles anymore. And miraculously, he hasn't had a bloody nose at my house in like three, four months now. And I'm like, I, it, may, it may be too soon to say anything. And it may just be happenstance. But I'm like, there seems to be a correlation here between There's all definitely these a link there. artificial items that are put into whether it's the air whether it's the ground Mm -hmm. whether it's you know your food your medicine whatever it is that you're putting into your body it's being absorbed one way or another and man it's scary to think about that if that's our tap water that you know and we all joke about the fluoride and stuff in it and you know obviously you want to filter your water if you can no matter where you're getting it from i mean my sister has a well well water and they even filter that a little bit so they have to test that yearly too. What was the name of that site again, Matt? I was trying to find it on my phone. It's ewg.org backslash. Yeah, that's water. what I typed in, and it's a completely different site. It's like a green site. Is it that? Can you see? Oh shit, it's gonna show the is that the logo? Let's see. Yeah. Uh do do okay. backslash tap water. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, there's they have all sorts of different sites you can go to for like different health things too. So go check out ewg.org and you can hop Got around. It. Yep, that's uh, it. Okay. Yeah, yeah man. Dude. That's some scary stuff. Well, I'm kind of pissed, man, because I'm fucking wondering if that is why my dog because my dog started getting his tumor like shortly after we moved in here. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh. It really makes you wonder why we're all so sick. Like, like, why is everybody so sick with allergies and like intolerances? There's got to yeah. be something. Look at the grocery well, it's more store. More than just the water, right? Yeah. Look at the yeah. grocery store. Nine, you know, ninety-five percent of the food in a grocery store wasn't around fifty to seventy-five years ago, and, right. and, and it's all man-made. You know, it's not natural. Yeah. So, like the, this uh, new like lab-based meat now, like. I don't want to touch that stuff. Like my gut just tells me not to go near it. No, that's one step closer to, you know, cannibalism or just, you know, AI type feeding stuff. I'm not into it. And we bought into the, we bought in for a long time thinking that, you know, plant-based. We thought plant-based was the way to be. I went vegan for a few months kind of thing, but now we're just. The thing, and and Vince, I don't know if you have any experience with this at all, but I've, you know, from my experience, I found that diets are kind of, it's, it's individual based. You know, yeah. there's no one diet that works for everybody. You know, there's yeah, no magic right. one. I think in a lot of cases, people are suffering inflammation because of psychiatric conditions. Like a lot of people have uh, pre-existing uh, damage from abuse or trauma and that inflames the body and that can often cause physiological problems. So I don't think it's necessarily entirely dietary, but I think also there's a problem with uh, microplastics. We've got a lot of yes. microplastics in our bodies now, and I think that causes inflammation as well. Mm. Yeah, they still are finding it in bloodstreams, oh. right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fraser read a study that um, the number one like demographic for IBS is women in their 20s. 
Yeah. That's pretty bizarre to think about in that sense that there's essentially a whole generation of women like with gastro and- with gastrointestinal issues, right? And and I've I've had these tests multiple multiple times too, right? So is huh. is it why why are why are 20 year old women being the highest demographic of And IBS? um rather than trying to fix it, they're trying to normalize it. Yes. Yeah. Well, we've noticed that with other things too, right? I mean, we've seen that they're trying to normalize, you know, cardiac issues in young children. Uh, yeah. You know, blood clots are trying to be normalized. Um, and so, yeah. And <laughs> listen, I, I don't know. I mean, I think we're in for a rude awakening here as we go further and further uh, from what happened in the last year and a half, two years with experimental procedures, because uh, yeah. You know, I know personally now three people in my almost immediate family that have had issues uh, from right. related to it. So that that didn't have them previously. So what it, whatever it is at that. So there's other things so too. Did he- Matt, did you ever, or I, I mean, the only reason I'm asking you, I mean, anyone else too, um, but you know, I know that you, we, you kind of listen to the stuff that I put out and everything. Um, did you happen to ever check out that Fullerton report or Fullerton informer on YouTube and what he, his whole theory is about the vaccine? Yes. So he, I, I know that he's crazy. He's fucking nuts because that's like, my, he's sitting that's there saying, my like, problem, Ryan, right? He is just certified well, you know, that shit crazy. And it's like, I, I, the people who are nuts though are always saying something right though. I, and that's that's the thing, like, there's always truth. That's the, that's the Alex Jones Frazier that I can't, you know, he's, he's so insane that it's like, you can't be this crazy and not have some truth in you because you must have sold out <laughs> your entire being to that one truth, you know? And I, I don't know. Well, isn't there yeah. a point, isn't there a point on everybody's <laughs> journey where you, you know, you think you're insane, you know, like yeah. sometimes I think I'm like, how do I even associate it's called Monday like, morning. the world, you know, anymore? Once, you know, <laughs> once you reach that certain level of knowing things, it's like, how can I just sit like, here in yeah. my break room at work and listen to people talk about the Oscars or whatever it may be? I'm like, I can't even do this anymore. Like, it's just there on a different level. <laughs> are actually people that that believe the news? Like, yeah, it's like, so what? foreign to me. It is. Yeah. <laughs> it's. I it's mean, like with this guy. You yeah, know, with this dude, Ryan, about this guy. No, no. I mean, it, so what he was saying is that you know the whole vaccine shit. It's just a big distraction from the five G which isn't even rolled out, but they're testing it. And so, you know, you see these stories and I've mentioned it on here a couple of times, this, this school out of New Jersey where 100 fucking people get the same, very extremely rare brain cancer over a 30 year period. Um, And you you may, you may think, well, 30 people over 30 years, that's not, that's one a year, you know, that's not crazy. Um, Mm -hmm. This is an extremely rare cancer though. I mean, like one in, I forget if it's one in every 100,000 or one in every 300,000 people get this. You said it was um, 800 so, times the limit, Ryan. Something like that. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it was, you, it was it, wild. It was insane. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of like my arsenic levels in my water. It's somewhere <laughs> comparable to that. But so Man. when you, when you I see hope you this, buy a professional filter now. <laughs> well, I, I'm actually going to get a distiller. I just had to like pay some bullshit. And so I'm getting a distiller. Um, and you should do a shower cheap. one too. You should get a shower filter as well too. Yeah, I mean, I need to because, yeah, it gets into your skin. Well, it's going to go but, into your fit, your but, skin, too, yeah. that way. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. 
But no, so that, you know, this guy just saying this and, and saying that, you know, people are potentially passing out or, or having heart attacks or having other health problems, shortness of breath, panic attacks, whatever, because they're testing out this technology on these people. And the vaccine was a cover so that it could get people to fight about, you know, this person died and they just got the vaccine or this person died because they didn't get the vaccine. And it's right. at that point where it's so easily it's it's a really really efficient way to get people divided because there's a lot of people that weren't vaccinated that died of the vaccine and there's a lot of people that were vaccinated that die, that i'm sorry you know what i mean like, a lot what? of people that were and weren't yeah sorry a lot of people that were and were not vaccinated that have died from the virus right um we tend to see it as or everyone with. that's getting the vaccine yeah uh, we tend to see it that most people that are dying are actually vaccinated. That's not true, though. It's 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 right down the middle. You know what I mean? Um, so I I don't know. I think that there's something to that whole thing, that there's something bigger here going on. Well, yeah. I don't know about, you know, you guys, but I know by me, one of the things I notice now are these huge towers with all these things on them going around mm-hmm. that weren't that, there. That they built during the lockdowns. They, they, yeah, yeah, they weren't there a year or two ago. And they just so happened to be around parks, around ball fields, uh, around schools. Right. Are they cutting yeah, down um, trees? What's that? Down trees? Yeah. Do they cut down trees with the 5G towers? In, in, like in other places. Where I uh, am, it's pretty flat. You know, okay. we're in a valley, so uh, they, they'll just put them up on the hills. So, right. you know, that's around. I've only ever seen them in I've only ever seen them in the city. Okay. Uh, just right in the city where we are. Um, there's a few. There's a few. We had to laugh because they put them right in the poor neighborhoods. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Tried to take us out. Yeah. Take out the. Uh... No, seriously. Well, seriously, there's one. There's one like. Uh, there's one like two blocks away from my uh, my mom and my stepdad's place, and um, my my stepdad. I'll call him an amateur con- conspiracy theorist. He. That's the first thing he said. He's like. Yeah, they put this shit in here. They're going to get rid of the poor ones working that, you know? Yeah. I'm starting and, to get um, a little skeptical. Europe, of- I think they've burnt, burnt them down, I think. And uh, Europe, a lot of people have literally just taken to burning them down. Yeah, in Britain especially. Them. Because I think uh, <laughs> David Icke has really raised a lot of awareness about 5G. Like I read his latest book, The Answer. And uh, David Icke, yeah, he talks about the problems with 5G a lot. So I think uh, in Britain, where they're influenced by him, they've burned down a lot of towers. Mm. Now, how do we, is there any way for us to tell what we're on or what they're using? I should say what they're using on us more like, like, how do you tell when it's 5G versus three or 4G? I guess when we stop seeing birds <laughs> aren't they going to kill the birds like it that's once you know? once wildlife yeah. starts uh dropping off like i have noticed uh when you used to drive in like an open like kind of countryside farm uh your windshield used to get covered in bugs and but now it doesn't anymore. our yeah, cars are dying off of- birds are dying off everything's dying off and we are probably dying off too that it's, must be a city thing, because if you come out here in the country, man, they're thicker than ever. Those nasty black gnats. Well, OK, so there isn't there is not gnats in Canada. There is not. Yeah, we're we're fortunately too cold for scary bugs. No, gnats aren't yeah. scary. They're tiny. Oh, OK. And what do you get? <laughs> so, you know, I don't know. They're working on these little nano um, robots and stuff, too, like little uh, like 
you know, I've, I've quoted Black Mirror several times or referenced it several times. You know, there's that episode where the the uh, robot robotic bees are used to pollinate the crops and they build their hives and their hives look like little digital beehives. You know what I mean? They're all blocks. Do you, right. Matt, you might be you might be of the age to remember it. Do you remember? Oh, gosh, probably early 2000s. They had that Simpsons video game where that was the premise of the video game is that the buzz cola was spying on people yes. and they put these, they put these, but yeah, you know what I'm talking about, right? Matt? The they whole hive bugs. mind. Yeah. Oh yeah. Predictive yeah. programming. That, right yeah. There. And that video game, gosh, was probably like, we were young, like we were young. So I'm thinking this would have been like 2003 or something like that. And the bees were recording people. And in the game, you had to go like kill them or whatever. Yep. Right. But. Well, this, that, that could be why they're working on all these little tiny, you know, robotic things to replace them so like you know it, it, it's going to be weird to us but to like the new generations like kids that aren't even born yet if we make it that far they're gonna be like oh yeah that's a robot you know that's a conspiracy for us right now that the birds are fake you know but that's going to be yeah, like right. potentially a real fucking thing in the future you know what i mean <coughs> i will test that birds are real unfortunately my dog caught one the other day and it was real there was no your yeah, dog is so be- your dog is so beautiful every time <laughs> oh, i see her with your it just honestly it just melts my heart it it absolutely melts my heart oh, she I, and her her brother man they are like two peas in a pod they were you know my, i'm not into the whole i wasn't into the whole synchronicity thing until they met each other and yeah. and and ever my, since uh, it was like they were meant to be man she's got his my, back my dad's got moving across back. My dad's moving across the country and he's taking his two dogs with him. And I'm absolutely devastated. Oh. I am going to miss them so, so much. I'm telling like, I'm you, I'm going to have to stow away with them. Dogs over people any day. Any day. Oh, yeah. I would, du- I would dump him for a dog. <laughs> I'm sorry. I've accepted it. I'm yeah. sorry. I'm sorry. Well, you were going to say that, and I was starting to get real skeptical of you guys that you are secretly um, supporters of LGBTQ because I looked in the middle of you guys. There's a rainbow xylophone back there. That's just that is suspicious. I got some some craft stuff in there. Okay, I got some I got some (laughs) craft stuff on there. So my brother's our roommate. He moved in with us for a bit, and I lost my craft room. Okay, (laughs) so you can't. No, I'm just giving you shit. Okay, you better not, because I'm no shill, okay? <laughs> no, I know. It's just so funny that it's like... Uh, Razor's it head is blocking like the BLM flag. flag. You guys can't see that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's and the anti-fascist thing. That shit's funny. Um, but no, I was going to say, uh, to your point, Matt, that anyone that says that birds are fake has never gone hunting, like dove yeah. hunting. Yeah, I mean, haven't lived in on. the country, man. That's definitely I, hit, a I hit them all I the think. time. And they're dead. They explode when you hit them. It's not like a robot where it would dent the shit out of your car. It just well, a, maybe oof. they just there's some of the birds are real, so that we think that that some of the birds are real, but they put a few fake ones in there. Yeah, wouldn't well, that be funny if all the all the dumb ones that get shot and that run into cars are just not intelligent enough yeah. and they're the <laughs> real ones? The evolution and of so birds. everyone. <laughs> yeah, so they're going through the transhuman phase too, and it's just survival of the fittest. <laughs> Yeah, yes, we'll tell yes. you. We used to when we were uh, we we used to be in an apartment that was like more downtown, and we used to talk about conspiracy theories with Fraser's dad. And this bird used to keep coming and sitting on the balcony and staring right at us. I'm like, I swear, I'm going to see like the red recording eye soon. Like we're saying too much. Yeah, I'm like bird. every time we talk about like spooky like government shit, that pigeon shows up, man. <laughs> <laughs> man dude. And it's the pigeons. The pigeons are the weird ones. 
Because I don't think that you can hunt pigeons, at least not here. Well, did we you know? Dove. Did you know pigeons are um, pigeons uh, are domesticated, and then they ended up all becoming released. So then they all became feral. So they're domesticated animals that we turned feral, and now we consider them pests. Yeah, I'm it's actually kind of sad. If my you neighbor think about it growing up in the face. Yeah, my neighbor growing pigeons. up used to raise pigeons. Like, uh, pigeons. what do they call them? They homing pigeons or whatever. Where he'd send yeah, yeah. them out, and they'd send a message somewhere, and then they'd come back days later or hours oh, later. It's crazy. I didn't understand it, and they smelled like shit. So I I wanted them <laughs> to go away as fast as possible. I'm, I'm sure that neighbor was really normal. <laughs> oh yeah, real normal. <laughs> Damn. Well, what's going on up there in New Zealand, Vince? Is there anything like, uh, you know, you guys were like the epicenter of a lot of chaos. Is there anything uh, new on that front? I know we kind of touched on that before, but. No, things are reasonably calm at the moment. Um, we're just getting a lot poorer really quickly. Prices, everything's going up fast in the grocery stores, starting to see empty shelves in the grocery stores. Price of petrol's skyrocketing again. Price of rents uh, going up uh, 10% a year. There's a lot of people having trouble affording their rents now. A lot of people um, finding the interest rates are going up, so their mortgages are becoming more expensive. So there's not so much chaos as uh, just a, a general probably managed decline into more poverty. Mm. And that's all Putin's fault. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of no, course. we've been told it's uh, <laughs> the Putin price hike. Is the no, guys, Putin price hike, yeah. I'm going to quote uh, George Takai. Uh, he said, um, we can handle... Um, higher prices if it puts a stop to putin oh, <laughs> that's what man. he said a millionaire the multi-millionaire, a multi-millionaire yeah. told us we can deal with higher prices if it means saying fuck you to putin i i, just I personally <laughs> say let putin fucking nuke ukraine if i can get some cheaper gas i really don't give a fuck dude i don't care about ukraine <laughs> dude, no you know what it's kind of yeah and, 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 i wear and, a slavic we're both oh, i'll let you go matt I'll this is insanity first. because whenever has a president predicted food shortages. They're telling you that they're going to happen. Yeah. Even in the Great Depression, it didn't happen yeah. until after the fact. It's like, it's yeah. the most asinine thing. And pe- for people to think this is completely normal, that's that's a really scary thing. Because what he's doing, I mean, and and on the food side, and then there's a whole other thing I want to get into in the, uh, the the Ministry of Disinformation they're creating over here, which is scary as hell also. so Straight out of George Orwell's 1984. Yeah. 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 But hey, don't... They've all got it. Britain's got a Ministry of Truth now. So is Canada. Australia and New Zealand are not far behind. Uh, well, I was going to say about Canada, um, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but... Uh, so we live in Western Canada, so prairies, right? Uh, about 100 years ago, uh, the government gave a shit ton of money and, and farms to Slavic farmers, right? So pretty much in our city, pretty much everybody is of Slavic descent. I am, so is he, um, pretty much everybody I know. We went to Ukrainian schools, right? Like, that's how. So Canada will definitely full board support them. You you won't get it here, right? My mother came yeah. to my house the other day. She put CNN. She's enamored with it, right? It's <laughs> why is it though? Because that's to her, that's her people, right? Yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. her grandparents spoke Ukrainian around her, right? So, you know, it's quite bizarre if you think about it that way, right? So, you know, to mm. to millions of Canadians, you know, Ukraine's the homeland, right? Mm-hmm. Can't say I feel the same way. That's why they're wow. they're they're really getting a lot of people emotionally tied to this conflict. But it's like, are you guys falling for the lies again? 
after Iraq, after all this stuff, you're falling for it again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's comforting for a lot of people to know that there's a bad guy out there, right? And then there's also right. it's even more comforting for them to know that daddy government's got their back. You know what I mean? And, and they right. may really know that it's not the case deep down. Um, I kind of actually like sort of pride this out of Brandon in a way. Uh, my old co-host who's very liberal, very pro-government, big government too. I mean, he, I don't think he would mind having to get a vaccine every week. Um, you know, mm-hmm. social credit score, you know, all this technocratic futuristic stuff. Um, but it, I think that that's what, what the real thing is after talking with him for, you know, almost two years, uh, every t- multiple times a week, he knew you could see it in his eyes when you're sitting in the same room with him. You could see that his brain was not computing like this really doesn't make sense, but I can't say it doesn't because it's going to fucking keep me up at night. And <laughs> yep. I think a lot of people think like right. that, man. <clears throat> yeah. Because it's frightening for a lot of people. Like they want to think their government's good. They want to think they're honest. But when you really look at the big show, it's, it's not at all. Yeah. A lot mm. of people think the government are like the appearance. You know, it's like a mother right. and father looking after them and making sure you turn out all right. But in reality, it's more like um, they're well, slave owners. <laughs> it was planned that way, right? Because what did the 60s do, right? The 60s put the women, women in the workforce so the government could cut your wages in half, double yeah. tax people, and force children into school where they were raised by the government. Yeah. That's when that started, right? Yeah. The government worship, because they want the government to be our God. They want the government to be our parent, and they want it to be everything Communism. to us, right? Communism, yeah. essentially, right? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, and one thing I said to him, and then I, I want to see what this is here, Matt. But um, one thing that I said to him one time, you know, because he's like he was sitting there and, and talking about, you know, uh, I, w- I was bitching that the government's spying on our on our digital footprint. They're, they're checking what you're searching. They're trying to get more and more involved in your life. And I told him, I said, hey, you know, when you were a kid living at your parents house and you locked and you and you close your bedroom door would you get pissed off when she when your mom just barged in the door without knocking you weren't doing anything wrong but your mom would just come in or your dad would just come in and you'd be like what the fuck this is supposed to be my little space here like don't don't just right. come in knock and he and that even for him he was like that's actually a really good analogy i didn't think about it like that and um but, yeah that's what it mm-hmm. is absolutely so what the is cognitive this, dissonance it's real <laughs> Yeah. Okay, so this this is an interesting take. Uh, you know, Mike Huckabee wants everybody to be uh, have their real names. So he goes, I hope Elon Musk will insist that all Twitter posters use their real names and not be keyboard cowards hiding behind silly little sophomoric screen names. Be men, be man enough or woman enough, even uh, if you even know what that is, to stand by what you say. If you can't own it, it don't say it. Well, the interesting contradiction to that is right here. Silence Do Good was the pen name used by Ben Franklin to get his work published in the New England Courant, a newspaper founded and published by his brother, James Franklin. This was after Hmm. Ben Franklin was denied several times when he tried to publish letters under his own name in the same paper. Yeah. I mean, dude, the, the, what this guy and this is uh the old press secretary of trump this is this is her father right sarah huckabee sanders yes yep he yeah he's so, the governor of i don't remember where probably some fucking state that doesn't matter um but 
so what's what's interesting is that you know they're sitting here and they're trying to to act like the left is tyrannical forcing someone to use their own name doing something i mean some people just want to get online and fuck around you know what i mean yeah when um, you're entitled to do that are you not right like you should absolutely be i mean that's, that's what chan is and like why not the beauty of anonymity is that uh, people speak more honestly like if exactly. you're afraid about being tired if you're afraid about being canceled for saying the wrong thing it's hard to speak honestly if you're using your own name but if you're anonymous like if you look at 4chan people will speak really honestly there I mean, they may be a bit rude, they may be a bit abusive, but at least it's honesty. So, you know, you can really get what people truly believe. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, dude. You were going to say something, Matt. No, I just, I I really think that, you know, people should have the ability to be anonymous. You know, I mean, I I don't think you should have to, especially in these social media forums, because there's a lot of crazy people out there. You know, exactly. and there are yeah. there are certain people that need to remain anonymous to protect their family and protect themselves in certain instances. I have no issue with it whatsoever. I mean, well, Fraser and I took our last names off of online. Yeah. We took I mean, our last and, names. And right? listen, yeah. if somebody wants to find you, they're gonna find it right online. I well, mean, yeah, it's not exactly. that hard to find people <laughs> these days. So, but aside from that, I mean, having that ability, like Vince was saying, to to say things that are a little outside without having to face the repercussions. Now that can obviously be taken the other way to an extreme and be used, you know, to promote hate, anger, violence, things like that anonymously. But, you know, I think that it should still be an option. I, I, I can't yeah. see how you can make people because that gets us, you know, what's the verification process of that? Now, now you, you know, you're going to, you're going to make it more difficult to, to tweet than it is to, to vote pretty soon. Yeah. Right. You're going to have to have six forms of ID to post your Twitter every day, but you know, you can just mail in votes every other week. Well, Fraser, you should tell them about what happened to you on Facebook when you got banned from permanently banned from Facebook. Yeah. I got permanently banned and uh, they didn't really explain why. And I tried to get back on. I like, tried to fight the ban and in order to even fight the ban they need a photo of your id and i'm like i i'm i'm not giving them my id so i'll just take the ban they do the same thing on instagram yep well he got banned his his previous account was banned so that's why he's on a new account (laughs) yeah yeah and i i I found that really strange because i've had both i've had a facebook account canceled and i've had uh a instagram account canceled and both times they're like yeah you have to send us a copy of your photo id i'm like get out of here why yeah not for social and the the shadow bans like like real i'm even shadow banned and i don't even really post that much conspiracy oh it's ridiculous (laughs) i have like i I think like yeah i've got i think that and that's the other thing how many followers do you really have i mean i feel like those numbers can be fake too because i mean they say i have like three thousand people that follow me i'll be lucky if i get 10 interactions on like, post right it's the shadow yeah. bands though as well like i've got three thousand followers on facebook but i get fewer interactions on facebook than i get on gab where i've yep. got 500 yep. followers and, and you wonder like, how many how many of those people are are real right and how many how, how heavy how do they shadow ban right is it just straight up this account goes to the lowest filter possible yeah they just don't well, show they take you people out of your uh, my uh, like direct messenger on Instagram because there's quite a few people I message with quite regularly and they got taken off my messenger completely. Yeah. So I have to actually but, type in their name. 
There's a setting in your uh, Instagram where you can see if you're whitewashed, graywashed, or blackwashed. Um, I forget oh, exactly I what it is, that. but you could, yeah, you could look in there and you can see what you've gotten fucked over for because it'll tell you straight up. I, I we talked oh, about really? it early on in the show, but you know, it, it, it's funny to Vince's point, like how people will be honest if they're anonymous. There was some comedian, I forget who it was, but he said like, if you know, yeah, racism sucks, but when someone tells you that they're racist you didn't realize how much they trust you. You know what I mean? Like you got to really have some sort of relationship with someone to actually like confide in them that you hate an entire race of people. You know what I mean? And it's horrible, right? But it's like, you're actually sharing like deep information about yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. And uh, I mean, it, like I said, I can't stress how fucked up it is to just like hate random people. Um, mm-hmm. But you know, there's people doxing people all over the place. There's that Taylor Lorenz lady that exposed the uh, creator of libs of TikTok, that popular account that just literally just shows the mental disorder that, that some of these people have. And uh, two weeks before she did that, she was crying online saying that people were trying to dox her. You know what I mean? And she goes and dox somebody. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's wild. Taylor Lorenz is a cunt. She's a really bad person. (laughs) Awful. (laughs) You know who she is, Matt? Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, she's trash. <coughs> she is a. Yeah, I watch a lot of. Uh, I watch a lot of those um, like libs of TikToks and those fat acceptance stuff because uh, it's very motivating on my diet. I will say so. <laughs> very motivating. <laughs> yeah, there's some there's some trash bags on that freaking. Oh, site I just can't there. with the fat people. And you know what? They probably would hate me now because I'm a ex. I guess I guess they call it ex fat person. So I'm an ex fat oh. person. So I'm I'm canceled. Oh. That means you're fat phobic. Yeah, it means I'm fat phobic. If you know, if you know, if guys didn't, if guys didn't want, you know, if guys aren't liking my selfies when I was two hundred over two hundred sixty pounds. They're fat phobic. <laughs> you can't even have a dating preference anymore for these people. You're you're supposed to be willing to sleep with anybody. How fucked up to, of a narrative is that, right? Like yeah. I thought, I thought feminism I thought, was like I thought feminism mattered. and consent was no choice. <laughs> but it's like suck my dick or else you're a bigot, right? Like yeah, <laughs> like. I, I, I wish that that worked. I wish that that worked with straight dudes. That does not work with straight guys. Hey, I don't believe that you're a girl. Show me your tits. You can't say that. You get in trouble. You know what I mean? Yeah, like that's well, not that's not a guy at a bar uh, told me to suck his dick, dick, or I was a bigot. You know, he'd probably get a big uh, one up in the chin, right? Like that would yeah. be my response. Exactly. I'll be a but bigot. If, right. If I'm told to suck a dude's dick or I'm a bigot, then I get canceled. You know what I mean? Like, it's just it's a double standard. I don't like it. We're all allowed our preferences. You know, Mm -hmm. you don't have to find people attractive. Every, you know, every pot has a lid. So there's somewhere out there for every single one of us. You know, those liberals have enough of them that they can date. Why are they, you know, and and really, at the end of the day, if you're sitting here wondering why you're single, there's probably a pretty good reason why. Yeah, probably. (laughs) You know, like. Also, I did hear, though, uh, from a guy friend of mine that that dating in this day and age is really, really hard, just with the political climate. Oh, dude, I won't even. I, I, Fraser, I gave up. I didn't even I, I, I dipped my toe slightly into it and bailed hardcore. Yeah, you Not probably did the right thing. Got two girlfriends right here, buddy. Yeah. You know what I, mean? <laughs> I got a fur, I got a furry one on my bed right now. That's all I need. You know what, Matt? You're just like you're, you remind me a lot of my. Well, you're my not father, fucking actually. your dog. He's, no, he's no, thing. no. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
my, the my LGBT B for bestiality. Oh, That'll be next. My dad's the same thing though. He's been sick. Like my parents uh, separated when I was a teenager. He's been single since then. And he's got two dogs and he's living his best life. Right. So yeah. Less you know, headaches. He's like, he's like, That's all I say. He's like, chicks, chicks want you to like, cha- want me to like change my curtains and cut my hair and do this stuff. It's like, fuck them. <laughs> I, I, I got to so meet, meet your dad. He sounds like a good man. They want yeah, me to come, wipe come, my come, ass and fucking I, come up to I'll, I'll be on I'll be on the east side. So you know we could we should meet up halfway, man. I got a passport. Oh yeah. That'd be cool. Bring your dog. Yeah. Well, I'm going to Ottawa actually. I'm meeting up uh I'm meeting up with Davey when I go to Ottawa. We're meeting up halfway between Well, I'll grab those. Nico on the way and I'll bring his two also. We'll bring a pack up there. Yeah, no, let's have a, or, you know, you guys could all just come to me and Fraser's wedding too. That's an option. We're going to get married. Go. Ooh, so. When's that? I don't know. Probably Past two ten. years from now. <laughs> <laughs> I've two never been ago. to Canada. That would be a great excuse to go. Well, Ryan, for you, it's like a four day drive North pretty much. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. I've never been. So it'd be just like, you know, just to go for, to find an excuse to go and freeze my you ass know, off. You should come. We'll take you to even just, you know, whenever we'll come take you to the mountains we'll uh give okay. you that legal cannabis like we'll have a great time great time we'll show all right. you all we'll show you all canada has to offer we have stronger beer here you know Ooh. <laughs> fully nude strip clubs with beer in there i heard too that's great i've never been i, I think that's I just quebec yeah it's just quebec we'd have to go drive and see the french but maybe uh, we could go find maxine, maxine yeah. <laughs> what's this here matt no, this is our uh, new department that has been added to the Department of Homeland Security, oh, the yeah. Disinformation oh, Governments Board, oh. which is straight out of Orwell's 19. And they, you know, they they're jokingly calling it the Ministry of Truth. And they say it's to fight disinformation coming out of Russia, yeah. as well as misleading messages about the U.S.-Mexico border. Right. It's, I think when they wrote that, they couldn't believe that people would fall for it. I mean, well, That's here's the thing. absolute joke. They had to do it this way because if they announced it beforehand, there's no way anyone would have approved it. They just no, slid this no thing way. in right. the back door like they, they like they did with, you know, so many other things like the Federal Reserve and all this stuff. This is a Patriot Act. This is an add on to the Patriot Act. And what I call this, you know, everybody's celebrating did you know elon picking up twitter well this is what you get to counter that right you're gonna get free speech maybe on twitter which you're not gonna get don't be fooled but they're gonna open up the gates a little bit on twitter why because then they're gonna really write in with this disinformation board you know and if you don't think it's real go watch the videos of ukraine right now where they are going to people's houses who are pro-russia right now and taking them out of their house and arresting them Oh man, that's yeah. the next step to this is yeah. for for your words or for your political views, you will be able to be dragged out of your house by the disinformation board, which is part of the Department of Homeland Security and dealt with accordingly. Now, if well, fortunately, the, like, uh, the U.S. has the Second Amendment to counter that, fortunately. But how are they going to fight that in court, though? Oh, they are. They're words on a piece of paper, Fraser. They don't really mean much these days. I mean, the First Amendment was, you know, on there, too. And that's pretty much hacked to shit. So and two, you know, 
the, the funny thing about the Second Amendment is, is the, the, the reason why we were given it was so that we could put up a fight against the government. We can't mm. put up a fight now, a realistic one, uh, you know, arm to arm. Their, their, their weaponry is so superior, it's not even questionable. But, you know, you can put up a resistance is, is what right. it gives you the ability to do. Yeah, dude, this um, the lady that's heading that uh, Nina Jankowitz, oh. I think oh. is how you say her oh. name. Shocker. Um, she went to school for a semester in Russia, which if you call if, if, if a conservative went to college in Russia, they would be a Russian asset. OK, and then right. now this lady is a, is a you know, she went to school in Russia. And then before that. She went to a uh, all women's liberal arts college. Okay, oh God. so Ugh. you're not gross. And then they they have the nerve to sit there and say that she's politically neutral. She's not. I mean, she's not. No, you're not going to have anyone to the right of Barack Obama coming out of a damn liberal arts school. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. She's crazy, and she she was on. She there's multiple videos already that have come out where she's talking about liberal politics, asking who she needs to literally, she says, who do I need to fuck to get ahead in life? You know what I mean? Um, It's got a good voice though, Ryan, she can sing. Dude, there's a wild, (laughs) I know. Maybe she should just sing. (laughs) And Matt, have you seen the smile? Like how she smiles? She snarls when she smiles. That's a low res picture. She is. uh, I don't know. She, if there's it's any like one of those potential, the weirdest like, thing about that photo is her eyes are not smiling, and that's telling of a psychopath. Yeah. No, and yeah. that's when exactly the eyes what don't I'm saying, smile. Frazier, if you if you watch this woman and you listen to her and watch her facial expressions, she like could be one of yeah. those havers, you know, like part <laughs> reptilian, right. like just cold. You see that, like they're not just some like normal person who rose up through hard work, like they were put there, sort of type. No, she's no. she's been on her knees a little bit. If she's joking <laughs> she about it. it. You know that's how she got there. If you think oh, you've got the right man. to decide over what other people are allowed to say, you're bound to be a bit authoritarian, bound to be a bit psychopathic, just naturally. Yeah. Yeah. Think about yeah. that nerve, Vince, right? To be able yeah. to think that you can control what I can and cannot say. Yeah, like, the arrogance. <laughs> what? Yeah. Well, and just... did you see the late there's a lady at twitter that gets paid 17 million dollars a year she was on a joe rogan episode with um the the ceo of twitter his name sleep slip in my mind right now um you guys remember ceo of twitter jack dorsey she was on a joe rogan episode with jack dorsey and tim pool and tim pool was debating the two of them and this lady makes 17 million dollars a year and she is like the disinformation person and she's freaking out because she's about to lose her honeypot right now. She's about to lose 17 million dollars a year. And she she was like on a recording crying, talking to the board of oh, Twitter, like you man. can't let this oh, happen. poor rich person. I know, dude. I haven't made 17. Most people will go their entire lives not seeing 17 million dollars throughout their entire life. And she makes a that lot of us want to one million. You know what? It's sad, but a lot of us barely have four figures, like four figures in our fucking bank accounts. And these people are bitching about losing, you know? Oh, I'm saying like you can work your entire life and never make never. 17 million dollars. No. Yeah. No. no, you so, never. Fuck no. that bitch. <laughs> it's an oligarchy, man. It's complete financial corruption. 
bottom to top. Yeah, it's wild. Like, well, it's it's corporatocracy, right? Sorry, absolutely. Vince. So, yep. Were you going to say something, Vince? I kind of cut you off right there. No, I just said it's ugly. It's ugly the extent to which they can control what uh, people are allowed to say and what people are allowed to think. They control the information that we receive, and so they control our perceptions. Because they control our perceptions, they control our thoughts and behaviors. It's really ugly, ugly system. Yeah, dude. And there are people that know. believe that it's not intentional, Vince. That's yeah. what blows my I mind. Can't, I can't fathom it. I, I can't. I can't. I, I don't even know how I associate with normies anymore. I, I don't even know. Hard. You got to keep every people. conversation light and like not deeper than like the weather currently. Yeah, seriously. But even that like can go south because oh, it's like, well, gosh. who's controlling the weather? Then well, Sometimes yeah, you gotta, you gotta, and, and they want to talk mainstream TV, and I'm like, nope, we're not going there because I'm gonna start popping <laughs> yeah, off. I can't yeah. tune into that. Stuff. I have to bite my tongue sometimes in the work break room, man. I gotta just, I gotta just bite it, you know. At least yeah. I have some cool, fo- cool co-workers and we can talk about like music and stuff like that. That's at yeah. least better than, you know, this shit, right? Like I had a mate who asked me, he asked me if I watched this TV show and I, cause I don't watch television shows. Right. And I said, me no, neither, I no. and he said, do you watch this show? And I said, no, I haven't heard of that one. Do you watch this show? And I'm like, no, I haven't heard of that one either. And then he looks at me and says, so what do you watch? <laughs> and I'm and like, you're like nothing i don't watch things i, I read you know yeah i don't yeah. get good. brainwashed i educate myself like yeah yeah the but only that's tv a- shows i can have half bear now are like historical shows but even then they kind of mess those up pretty bad too yeah. those are the only ones i can watch now but that's the thing even think then- about that vince think about how odd that is to so many people that you, you don't watch TV. Like you read yeah. instead. Like, yeah. how do you know what's going yeah. on? Like, how, you know, <laughs> you don't do you, voluntarily you get up with, with, with the friends and all these great shows. Like, yeah, I, I don't get, I mean, yeah, I'm with you. I, I cut cable uh, about three years ago now and yep. never even missed it. You know, uh, it's, it's like an afterthought now. I, 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 I'll watch some shows here and there. I got a, a fire stick that I can pull up anything I want really on that. But, uh, you know, it's, it's useless. Yeah. It's mindless. Yeah, I got to watch old movies. Yes. Yeah. 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 I watched Weekend at Bernie's last night. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. Oh, Ryan, I just watched Young Guns. I forgot how good that I love was. Young Guns. I love Young Guns. Dude. Well, R- Ryan's a lot closer than because uh, when I was in New Mexico, uh, we saw um, the one one of the graves they claim was Billy the Kid's grave. But I've seen it. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, that's that's so a great cool. movie. Yeah, but you're yeah. right. You got to go back. I mean, I can't I can't get into movies these days. Uh, They're terrible. You the They're propaganda terrible. in them. Once you yeah. see all the global yeah. propaganda and all the, the brainwashing and how they're trying to nudge you into believing certain things, you know, it's all manipulation. It's hard to really Absolutely. sit back and just enjoy. Yeah, even, I mean, I took I took my son and my niece to go see the uh, new Bad Guys movie. Um, it's like an animated uh, cartoon. And it's about these bad guys who are like trying to be good. and But the whole premise is around this heart-shaped moon rock that you know has like all this power in it and whoever controls the rock has all the power basically and there's this innocent you know looking guinea pig that you know plays as like he's this philanthropist but then by the end of it you find out he's like dr evil that's been controlling everybody and 
you know, he, he unleashes his herd of evil guinea pigs on everybody to, to make sure <laughs> that he can control the rock and keep all the power to himself. And it's like, man, if this isn't like a little what bit of truth in it right there. Do you ever Does know? The moon do you ever... Rock glow? What's that? Does the moon rock glow in the movie? Yeah, like a bluish and, and it like emanates, Dude, like radiates. It's Lucifer. That's yeah. a symbol for yeah. Lucifer. And it, and it and well they and they That's joke about it the right. whole time about it looking like you know butt cheeks. Like the whole running joke, and my son is my my son is the king of butt humor like you you have any joke that has <laughs> the word butt in it and this dude will almost pee his pants laughing so they're, they're joking about this butt rock you know why do i want to worship the butt rock or why do i need the power from the butt rock and it's like oh man this your is... kid's such the character man oh he's a yeah he's he's a maniac i love him you're gonna ra- yeah, you're gonna you... raise a good son there I, I just know it he's gonna be a he's gonna be a good kid when he grows up do you yeah, re- do you guys remember speaking topics. of what's that rye i'm sorry I, I was just gonna say do you guys remember that um speaking of 80s movies because this ties in exactly with that glowing uh moon rock um it was called heavy metal it was like yes. super dope animation with really great music um if you have yeah, that's the one you uh, have to that's the one right? you have to watch on mushrooms right <laughs> I mean, it would be incredible to watch it yeah. on mushrooms, but it's it's I've only seen it drunk, you know, maybe high. It's just incredible. It's got like heavy metal, 80s heavy metal music. I know exactly what movie you're talking about. I've never seen yes. it, though. Oh, you've got to fucking. Oh, my. You've got to watch. Oh, it's well worth it. Shayla. It's hilarious. Absolutely. There's, there's another one. I can't think of the name of it, but it was the same kind of aesthetic of that movie. And they showed it to us in high school. Gosh, I can't think of what the name is, but that one, I, I, I didn't appreciate it then, but I'm sure I'd appreciate it now. I can't even think what the movie is called, though. <laughs> well, the symbolism in this movie, you know, there's this glowing green rock that, you know, when you, when someone uh, unpure looks at it, they die instantly. And that's uh, that's supposed to represent Lucifer. That rock does. I mean, like, that's what like mm. so many people that have analyzed this movie say, like, yeah, this this glowing rock, this light rock uh that that emanates light it's lucifer and then so that's what made me think of this this new version they're trying to kind of like re-emulate that because like it can have multiple meanings right like it's this rock like hey did you, you know, say it was evil... a green rock ryan it was a green rock yeah god damn. lock the Did lock that movie a green rock <laughs> oh are you talking about a different movie well and no that, no that's no wild too is... no i just it's a it's a crazy interesting sync because i just got an email earlier from a buddy of mine um that listens to my show and he's been feeding me information shout out to my buddy jeremiah if if he's listening to this he he likes the other show debaters not so much <laughs> uh i got i'm trying to sell him on it but uh so anyway he sends me all this information on the masters and a lot of the symbolism and and stuff in the mass the golf tournament in augusta georgia Sure. And, you know, one of the, the, the what's the big thing there? It's the green jacket. And he was tying it to, you know, which was saying he said it could relate to Venus. And what you were saying right there, Venus in, in the green rock, that's Lucifer. So, yeah, Venus is the light. And I'm like, that's a total sink right there between the two. That has nothing to do yeah. with the, the, the green just keeps coming up lately. I've seen that a lot. Um, well, with the Ukrainian flag, Matt, yellow and blue make what? Yeah, exactly. Green. Exactly. Ooh, well, man. and I, oh, what, who was it? 
because I want to give. Oh, it was uh, on Andy's show, uh, the Deep Share. He had on Murph, and they they were talking about that because because Murph does a lot of uh, color analysis, and he was talking about how green is just other than the yellow and blue distraction, green is the prevalent color right now. And sure. and that's what they were talking about, the light and all. And that they plan stuff. every detail of any movie with the color. They're absolutely right down to lipstick and nail polish women wear on it. They plan every single one and each color has a purpose. And it's supposed to give you feelings or resonate with you. Well, yeah, that's like that cartoons. Shit, right? Yes. right? Yes. I mean, they, oh, they, yeah. they go cell by cell creating those things. And I mean, uh, oh, yeah. You know, and we've we'll had just Thomas look at the shit, you know, from Paranoid American on here, and he talks about what it takes to make, oh, yeah. you know, these these cartoons and anything you see in animation is intentionally in there. There's no accident. Yeah, yeah just like yeah. the Disney stuff, right? With, like, yes. I know you've you've done. Yeah, like you're telling me, oh, just one animator did that as a joke when it's mm-hmm. like not just one person touched that, right? Yeah. That, that well, and he even still, he said they, have... that one person stares at it for so many hours. It's intentional. It's put in there yeah, for a it's, purpose. Exactly. They put yeah. that in there for a purpose. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, you know, they stayed they stayed in there on the original VHSs that might still be in my parents' basement somewhere, right? Like, those are the original mm-hmm. ones, right? They fixed some of that stuff for Disney Plus and tried to wipe it off the internet. But, yeah. you know, we it know worked. they did it. We know they did it, right? There's still evidence. There's a really great example of that, uh, the colors in movies and a modern example that I can think of. Uh, that movie Get Out. I don't know. It's if you guys had seen oh, that. Oh, I've seen it's it. Yeah, one. I've seen it. Yeah, it's a great movie. I, even though it's you know really racially charged, I don't typically like those things. I thought it was really well done though. But in that movie, every bad guy is wearing uh, either neutral colors or red, like the conservatives, and every good guy mm-hmm. is either wearing neutral conservatives or blue. Even to the point where when the girl, his girlfriend, um, the black guy, the main black guy's girlfriend, that's like the one that sells him out. She's wearing blue before it's obvious to the viewer that she's bad. And then she begins wearing red. It's fucking wild. And I well, saw, you know, that really one, good... Go ahead. you know, that Harry Potter movie with uh, that one Harry Potter movie where the, uh, the chicks like taking over the school or whatever, the, t- the professor, and she wears pink the whole time in the movie. Right. As she takes over the school, the pink gets darker and darker and darker. Right. They do nice. that totally nice. intentionally. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it's, it's really, it's, it's really brilliant. I, uh, I appreciate that in films right yeah yeah that's cool well there's something too with uh the masons with uh white black red and white black red and yellow they and you'll see those a lot when a character um is going through like their metamorphosis i think they start with white and then they end up in black um and then it's usually white yellow red black and so i don't know there's something eyes wide shut kind of did that too right heavily with the red and the blue right like that movie did that superbly if you ever watched that freaking documentary about The Shining, it's insane. Oh, it's mind blowing. Mind with freaking like, mud. That documentary, uh, oh. Room Two Thirty Seven, I think it was called. Yeah, and there's even something with like, that damn number Two Thirty Seven because they thought when that book or yeah, I think when the book was written that um, the moon was two hundred thirty-seven million miles away from Earth, right? Or two hundred thirty-seven thousand, oh, maybe. Maybe feet. I don't know what it was. There was some 237 something in there. And then you get the whole like Apollo 11 where the the kids wearing the shirt. You see dopey. Yeah. The dopey uh, dwarf from the seven dwarfs is on with the door. Dopey. 
And then this the very next scene, Dopey's gone. And it's it's when uh Danny wakes up and when he realizes that there's some shit going on, so he's no longer dumb, he's no longer a dope, he's no longer dopey. I mean, it's just it's crazy, dude. You I know, like I actually met I met the guy who played Danny. I met him in Niagara Falls once. And oh, he's boy. a chemistry, te- he's a chemistry teacher now. <laughs> really? Yeah, he's a chemistry teacher. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, life story right there. That guy, my my friend who uh, who was with me at the time, he he asked him. He's like, so like, do your students think it's cool that you were in The Shining? And he's like, not my students. Don't give a shit. (laughs) He's like, most of them haven't even. I it's real. It's a brilliant movie. It it really is. I'm now that we talked about that documentary, I'm gonna have to watch that again because that documentary. They're like, yeah, they prefer Euphoria. The show Euphoria is what they want. Oh gosh, I work with a bunch of 19 year olds, and that's they all watch that show. Yeah. Fuck that! I don't like any of the shows on TV right now. You know, I just can't no. get into them. It's, it's, it's. There's, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Like, and, and they say, you know, one of the things that changed is when we switched from analog to digital, creativity took a severe hit. And uh, right, and and I I really am starting to think that there's some correlation there because. You look at entertainment, it's gone downhill significantly in the last, you know, 15 to 20 years. It's just fallen off. Movies, TV, mainstream, maybe music. Like I'd rather watch, I'd rather watch uh, podcasts anyway. Yeah, me too. Than, yeah. Yeah. So I think it's gone down. The mainstream entertainment quality may have gone down, but I think the alternative entertainment quality perhaps has even gone up a bit. Well, oh, private yeah, creators really. and stuff. I yeah, I love yeah. it. There's yeah. so many things I listen to. I never run out of things to listen to, right? Yeah, that's right. I have the same problem. There's just too much. Same with yeah, books with, too. Yeah, yeah. It kills me. I, I remember it kills me because I had it. I couldn't read because of my head injury. I couldn't read, right? And I can only now read in just light light doses, oh, okay. and it kills me because there's so many books like ready. You know, the next one's ready after the next one, after the next one, after the next one, right? You yeah, know, you I have the, the next thirty five. How many times I had an earbud in listening to a podcast while reading a book, while having a YouTube video on of another podcast oh, or something, you know, just like the brain is just like getting flooded. See, I, I, I can't do that. I listen to podcasts when I walk. So, you know, most of you guys are with me when I walk and it's like I have company. I love it. Oh, that's part of my day. Cool. You know, you guys that's were cool. with me when I was losing all my weight while I was walking. I love it. Oh, yeah. Better than uh, Ellen being with you. Oh, um, well, it doesn't feel like oh, she yeah. is, right? She, she, you know, she's just another, you know. <laughs> she's a yeah. creation yeah. of that monster. Well, I was going to say, you know, if, if uh, creativity died uh, mainstream to, to kind of, you know, touch on Vince's point, if the mainstream creativity died, I wonder when exactly that was. Because, like, um, I remember Cars, my sister, you know, she's. 13 years younger than me in that movie cars with owen wilson as uh, lightning mcqueen you know um that was an incredible movie dude there was even like there was a scene in that that crashed the system at pixar studios because there was too many there was too much going on in the waterfall there's a waterfall scene and there was it was like an overload when they were trying to create that supposedly you know they could just be fucking lying about this but you know where i mean it was too much for the computer even you know what i mean and um that was a good movie dude i think it was a really like kind of an original storyline there's been some great ones since the digital age 
Um, but it just seems like they're not doing them anymore um, for some reason. But even like, and then they'll just recycle the old shit. Um, no, that's all they're doing. Yeah, right? There's lots of like remakes and stuff like that. Yeah. Or sure. they'll make one and then they'll make like seven of them. You know, like yeah. the, oh the, gosh, you know, yeah, yeah. like series. Saw. Like I think there's what like six uh, Saw movies. I think. Yeah. Oh, well, I'm a big more than that. Oh yeah, I'm a big horror fan, and it kills me because it's like, oh, they're redoing this one. I'm like, can yeah. we just get can we get some original horror here, please? please. Yeah. <laughs> and and I was one of those guys always that was like. I was a movie guy. So I was like, always those people who are like, yeah, you got to read the book. The book is so much better than movie. And I'm like, oh, you're yeah. so, like, how is that possible? Like this movie was so good. And now I'm going back in a lot of those movies and I'm reading the books and I'm like, wow, was I stupid. These books are so, you know, there's something about putting it to your own imagination versus, you know, someone showing exists. you an interpretation of it. Yeah. Have you read Star Wars yet? I read Star Wars when I was a kid. Did you? Be- oh yeah. The best, you know, I was like you know what, Kyle best- when I was a kid, man. Until like, until <laughs> probably ten years old, all I wanted to do was Star Wars. Like we, we, me and my brother dug a, uh, like probably like a eight by seven pit that was like six feet deep to pretend like from return of the Jedi, when there was that monster thing that Boba Fett went into <laughs> that we would like, yeah. we put a plank awesome. across it and you would fall into the pit and stuff. And that's awesome. Dude, you're going to read a star Wars book. Star Wars. Read. You have to read the revenge of the Sith novelization. That is the best star Wars book without a doubt. The revenge of the Sith novelization. Was... Yeah. I just think it's funny when there is actually like a solid, solid movie. And then people are like, Oh, the books are always better. You know what I mean? But it's even with Star, movie, Wars, Star Wars, even with, better. you know, a lot of those books, I mean, you, you look at a, a show like Game of Thrones, the book was so much better than the show. And oh, I the book was really good. Yeah. The book's awesome. Yeah. The book but was there's awesome, just so yeah. much. Nope. De- they, they can explain more to you, you know, what the character's thinking in the book. Whereas in the show, they just have to either tell you or you don't understand they just jump around whereas in the book it, it's very thoroughly explained well there's only been a handful of times where that. the book was there's only been a handful of times where i've thought that the movie was actually better than the book pretty much every other time there's only been a handful that i would say and i can't even think of those examples off the top of my head right now but there's been a few where the show's been better but I think for the most part, the book's almost always better. And even when it comes to horror, too. Like well, horror and one of the are, other problems they run too. into is when they do the book and then they, like, there's been a couple instances where they go beyond the books and then they have to recreate mm-hmm. it. And it's, that's where they really well, lose it. Well, you guys know, uh, you guys have heard of that show Bridgerton on Netflix, right? You've heard I've of that heard show? Of it. So basically, it's it's just, it's set in like the early 1810s, you know, and um, it's a romance, right? And, you know, it's in Britain, right? It's set in Britain, right? Netflix buys the TV show and they just, man, they got, they have the queen in there and the queen's black. They have just, it's, they're setting it into an alternative universe where like England is like super multicultural in like the 1800s. It's like a steampunk. You know? It's like a steampunk. Well, and, and, you know, people are liking it and it's fine. You can like, you can like the show, but it's funny that you almost see people criticizing the author for not thinking of making, of doing it that way. And it's like the author said it at this time period for a reason. That's she researched it, whatever. Right. She chose her like that, but now you're going to criticize you because her shows have now, her books have now been turned into a show 20 years after the fact 
you guys are going to criticize her for not thinking of that idea herself to make it, you know, this multicultural alternative, you know, universe, right? Like it's that, like, that's kind of pathetic, right? Like, you know, if I, if you want to write a book and it all be white people or I'll be whatever race it may be, you're entitled to do that, but don't expect every person who writes a book to do that. Right. Yeah. Well, and not every book is meant for every person. So exactly. And that's, that's where I get into this, like this, idea that we have to cater to everyone in every instance it's like no that's not Mm -hmm. how the world is you have to be adaptive as well so you may not fit into certain boxes and you got to realize that and and realize that's not your box move on to a different box but everybody wants that they and a lot of times it's just gaslighting right they just they just want to tell you you're wrong and tell you how right they just like being angry yeah. <laughs> that's all it is they just like being pissed off about something they gotta Ted fight Kaczynski. liberals have to fight for something Ted Kaczynski wrote about this in uh, the Unabomber Manifesto he called it the power process like uh, he reckoned that leftists they just want to feel the sense of power of having being able to change something about the world and they don't care what it is so long as there's something that they can change something that they can make different then they feel like they've got a sense of control over the world and that's why they do it it's because they're powerless in their everyday life, right, Vince? Yeah, like, yeah, he he was right. talking yeah. about that, how they've been so disconnected from reality that now if they can control what you're doing and, and interrupt yeah. your way, then they've won. They, they feel important. <laughs> I've done my job. And it's a perfect example of what's going on right now. I mean, how many people really know what's going on in Europe right now? But they stand with one mm-hmm. side over the other because they've been told to, you know? And yeah. It's, yeah. it's just like that mindless parody well yeah Yeah. you know last summer in our city last summer because canada found they found a bunch of bodies of indigenous children from residential schools right you know so a year ago our city was covered in orange right the skyscrapers had orange lights on them you know everybody was wearing orange t-shirts right you know you drive down those same streets today and it's blue and blue and yellow right so Mm -hmm. you know they just pick the next thing right next year i'm sure it'll be you know purple for something or bandwagons you know know, it's (laughs) you know it's it's funny but we draw like it's probably because we live in a major city right like there's like two million people here right um yeah and what like 10 buildings downtown right now are blue yeah, and yellow and, like and there's a bridge right now that's and... lit blue and yellow <laughs> i live like, in, you know, in the empire in, state building the a farm town in massachusetts and there are people with i stand you know little post-it signs in their yard and it's like guys the same people who had the black lives matter you know last summer Mm -hmm. and before that it was trust science and you know they're just good followers and and i i respect that in a sense i mean if you're gonna just obey your master blindly hey more power to you yeah yeah these people are dangerous, though, because the masters can always say that it's guys like us who, who do the alternative podcasts. We are the dangers. They can always say we're yeah. the bad guy. And, and then the followers will come after and destroy us. You know, the followers aren't going to think about if we're the bad guys or not. They're just going to have an enemy and come and get us. Yeah, but from what I've seen, those followers, <clears throat> I like my chances. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they're weak. They're flabby. They're, yeah, they're not fighters. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. Number us a thousand to one, though. It's dangerous. True, <laughs> true. It's like, hey, it's like a, it's like a pack of lion hunting pugs, right, Ryan? Yeah, yeah. It is, it is. But the thing is, though, those pugs, to use that analogy, 
they're not going to fight you head on. They're going to do exactly what they're doing right now. You know, they had the the right who is all about guns and all about, you know, man, we can fuck up all these cucks and we can do all this and that. And the third, they they know that, you know what I mean? And they're not they're not going to fight us. They're not going to cause a revolutionary war. What they're going to do is they're going to start the Ministry of Truth. Um, yeah. You know, they're going to do all these things where, you know, they're subverting the, you know, they had the whole right believing that the Democratic Party was falling apart last year. It looks stronger than ever right now, man. And, and you know, this yeah. whole narrative that they're going to get wiped out in the 2022 election. I really don't believe it. I, I, I mm. will see. No, I don't. And I'm not a big, uh, you know, Republican. I, I do consider myself more conservative. I'm not a Republican Party supporter anymore at all. Um, but I would say that um, I think that it's a healthy balance when you get a little bit of a right versus left instead of a left versus farther left, which is it seems like that's what right. we're seeing right now. Um, I don't know, man. You know, it, it's going to be shady. It's going to be very, very interesting to see how things work out over the next couple of years. Um, but I think each month, I think we're going to be getting something coming at us harder and harder, dude. I don't think well, it's going to no be... Different- that's no different than in Canada here, Ryan. It's just left arguing. Oh, sure. Farther I, left. I mean, yeah. And it's, New Zealand, um, I'm sure, too. You know, there, there's it's, it's worldwide. They're just they're trying to fight on who can out left each other. Right. Yeah, like, I mean, look, yeah, there's not one France. government. Yeah. It's not so much a left versus right thing. Yeah. Right. France. How did the. Sorry. Go ahead. It's more of a it's more of a globalist versus nationalist thing rather than left. That's exactly it. Yeah, no, you're so right. You're so so right. Yep. But the the thing is that they're they're trying to put it as a distraction where it's right versus left. I think that it might have been you and me actually that talked about this, Vince. They want the right going against the left, so it's not the bottom going against the top. They want a revolution. They want a civil war so that to avoid a revolution. Yeah. Um. Well, that was us, huh? We we mentioned that I think in our episode. Yeah. It's. It's just crazy that more people don't see it, though, you know, and it's not going to be like I said, dude, it's going to get fucked up. There's not one government yeah. that, that's getting uh, more conservative. They're all getting more more liberal. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think it'll be a physical war well, yet, but I think it'll definitely be a culture war. Well, Actually, it is right. now. It's already a culture um, war. And they're going to attack with like information and propaganda and media and it's gonna get just really dystopian and yeah but if if we and and we've only seen the uh, the tip of the iceberg apparently i mean if they're now bringing in this ministry of truth which is kind of ironic because uh oh shit what was it about the the you know our that wonderful looking woman what's her name jankowitz or whatever her her name was yeah nina oh nina yeah the frau fuhrer uh she <laughs> had posted about uh one of these you know situations that ended up getting debunked and proved to be false news the, the biggest spreader my point is the biggest spreaders of misinformation is the government and the news agencies right now yeah. so i mean it's it's like fact checkers right i mean now we have a department of fact checkers basically with with badges your tax dollars going to that shit oh my gosh and they're the same people who believe that men can have babies the same people who are going to be telling us what's true and what's not true what's misinformation and what's disinformation and what we're allowed to think they, and there's they more genders down, than two down genders and all this male is female, nonsense female is male. like yeah. here's the thing these are the same people that tell you there's more than two genders but they tell you to trust science 
yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. No, that that blows my mind you like, know as a as a woman i find it absolutely insulting that you know a guy can take estrogen and look me in the face and say he's had the same life as me i I find it an absolute insult. Yeah. Like, okay. you know, that they so, think that they think being a woman is lipstick, that they think being feminine is, <laughs> you know, this, I, I consider, um, I did, we did a podcast with, with Davey a long time ago, like probably in the fall. And I brought in my theory about the amount of transgenderness. And I think it's fetishizing. I think the men that transition just fetishize femininity. And I have witnessed it with women of women fetishizing gay men. So yeah. I think these yeah. are the people that transition and I see this shit everywhere. Yeah. Absolutely. Oh, and it everywhere. doesn't help all the hormones that are pumped into our food and, and things like that. Well, and, and the propaganda right. that's well, the put that, into and the porn too. Heads. I think I think porn's I think porn's a, a huge problem too because porn you know, and programming, you have kids right? Now, all all you have television. kids that you have kids that have seen more porn in their like you know, 15 years of life than some of us have seen in our entire lives, mm-hmm. right? You know, how does not seeing this stuff consistently uh, not mess with your brain? I just enjoy that there's no uh, advertisements in the middle of porn at all. Like you can just watch the full scene play out and they don't get like a break for like Black Rock or something. <laughs> hey, you guys, you guys got it made. When I was a kid, you had to pay for porn. Everything's free now magazines yeah, right yeah. everything was pay man i mean they didn't even have the internet when i was like a youngster so yeah you you had to go find like playboys and shit or go find and you watch, or horror, did, did you have to watch like uh you know um like old jason movies so you could see boobs oh no <laughs> oh, the, yeah. best, the best was on the old tvs like Swiggle porn yeah, you could watch like yeah. the, the we called it the snow porn, and it was just like the yeah. fuzzy kind of background. But every now and then you'd catch a boob, or you'd see an actual face, and yeah. But that, <laughs> then you have to close see, you your ended eye up normal you though. You, you ended up normal if you had if you had had access at that age to unlimited internet porn, you'd probably be a pretty twisted person right now because with the amount of porn addiction, they say you just go down like even darker and darker porn and oh stuff. i can and only imagine really yeah me- it gets really messed up like like i've talked to women who've had men try to do some pretty bad stuff to them in, in bed right because of things that they've seen in porn right and it's you know i know we we're kind of laughing about well, it well they normalize it right i mean they make it yeah. seem like it's normal it's, when it's it's and it's a problem for it's a problem for both both genders too right like it's a problem for women too there was a study done that like something like girls under 10 were like shaving their privates because they had seen porn, right? Like that's fucked up. That's really, really fucked well, up. Well, their Barbies are that way too. So you can blame Barbie. Yeah. Yeah. Barbie yeah you can go as probably. far as you want. I or actually 10. like when a girl wants me to spit in her mouth. I think that it's nice. You know what I mean? It's a fun <laughs> thing. <laughs> but, you know, I guess now, I got a different, as... now I'm thinking a little differently of you, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. You know, it is just a funny, I, I think it's just think it's a funny concept, but um, yeah, no, I, I definitely agree though, that people are going to get more and more fucked up as, as technology evolves because this VR stuff, you know, they're doing that now too. Mm-hmm. Um, you can do, you can watch VR porn too. I know. That's right. what I'm saying. The yeah. VR porn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's just so fucked so up. So crazy. So yeah, you're going to be pretty soon real sex be in, a, in a little room with a VR glasses and a flashlight and they'll feed, they'll give you three meals a day and that's it. There you go. Well, what about same thing with uh, with deep faking, right? Like there's this line with deep faking 
where they can actually have an adult woman film film a sex scene and they can make her look 10 years old and that's can be legal. Yeah, that's fucked up. I will that's... say I have I, I have seen AOC deep fakes and <laughs> I have uh sat my wiener down and I've given it a serious talking to uh with those because it's, <laughs> they are interesting. They're oh, very gosh, good. That's... AOC. Oh, AOC. Guilty that's not the one where really. she bangs Trump, is it? No, there is one though where she sucks Trump's dick. Yeah. It's oh so my funny, God, dude. Really? I yeah, think dude, hey, they got do that and listen to her talk. Oh, <laughs> well, me too. That's why it's great. It's like a hate, a hateful thing. But no, they have like uh, Condoleezza Rice and Nancy Pelosi, and and they have that one out of Hawaii too, um, uh, Gabbard. They got like all these oh, yeah. people, dude. It's wild, it, and and they look real. It's crazy. It it's really yeah, crazy. That's scary um, if they do that with kids, right? Like that's that. Yeah, that's when it gets really, really yeah. scary and uh, like wrong, right? Like I guess if the movie industry wants to use like like they did for the mad like for the Boba Fett show, like if you guys saw that, how Luke Skywalker looked in it, it was absolutely insane, right? Like I think only movies should be allowed to use that technology, right? Because if you let porn companies do that and you let you know that can, can go down a very goes dark, down a path, dark right? road and sure yeah, you know and like i know it's not harming a, a real child right but you know society society is is like making child sex stuff more and more okay as time goes on right you know a celebrity is canceled for being accused of sexually assaulting a woman but we have people who have been accused multiple times of molesting people as children and no one fucking bats an eye right it's well, and to that point, I wonder what they do with the uh, the like the twenty three and me's of the world and things like that. If they take like if if a really attractive man or a really attractive female were to send in their DNA, and these elites can be like, yeah, I want a clone of him or her. You know what I mean? Yeah. And then well, they, they did that actually. I don't know. Shit. Did you watch? Uh, this was a couple of years ago. They did that on. Um, oh, what show was that? American Horror Story. They they did one on the apocalypse and basically with the 23 and me, they took people whose DNA seemed good to repopulate the world. Yeah, yeah. They took, the, they took those people, put them in bunkers underneath. Right. And that's how they found mm-hmm. these people yeah, were some 23 and me tests. So, what, so which, like that. Remember and, what season that was Shayla? Yeah, that was apocalypse. 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 That was okay. that season. Yeah. So, you know, I, uh, I wanted Fraser to do a 20. I wanted Fraser to do a 23 and me test because his, his grandfather was adopted. So we don't know fully what, what nationality Fraser is here, but he's I like, I can't have no. the government have my DNA. He's like, maybe, they, maybe I'll just have my sister do it. So have, <laughs> don't yeah. You gotta DNA. be careful. You know, there was that theory um, that Celeste Solom brought forward too, where like, you know, anytime you give your DNA, they could use your blood uh, unknowingly or knowingly in like a satanic like sacrifice or a satanic ritual where they do blood oh, sacrifices. Man. Oh God! So it's just I just had a blood test today. <laughs> yeah, I mean the so Red Cross exciting. would be a, a part of that too. So, and I wonder if that's why some people have like the the mental trauma and like the 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 um you know what what's the big thing? Mental health is a big focus right now, and I wonder if so many people are fucked up because one of their clones is like being put through the ringer somewhere. But you know what I mean? Like, who knows, <laughs> oh, dude? You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, yeah, if we're gonna get so, weird, uh, let's fucking get weird. <laughs> Dark magic, right? So what is your clone yeah. doing right now, Ryan? Mm. I'm trying to figure out. I don't have out. one, dude. I've I've never given my blood, probably watching an AOC deep fake, to be honest, but I've never <laughs> I've never put any blood anywhere, dude. Never had never any kind of blood DNA. to your doctor. 
Like you nope. never had a blood test. The closest thing I've had is a as a throat swab for strep throat. Never had a blood test. Oh gosh, yeah, there's you... a copy of you somewhere then. No, I've had do- no. This is scary. I've had like dozens of blood tests. I just had one today. Okay, so like I might have a shit ton of clones then. Oh gosh, and I gave like three vials today. There was like three of them. So I don't Jeez, know how many they, they take need so to take. much. Yeah, there were dude. There was I, one time uh, I did it. They took. Uh, it was that it was a dozen vials. I was like, like starting oh to my see gosh. stars. They took so much blood out at God, one point. I'm like, enough oh already. You know it's so anymore. <laughs> you know it's hey, so real. You have some clones too. Oh, I get sure. you know it now. Now that you said that, <laughs> thanks a lot. I know. I now, <laughs> I need, now I feel like I need to like clean myself or something. That's, just, that's really <laughs> disturbing to think about. Oh my god. Yeah. Speaking oh of blood God. things and, and all this weird shit, there's some real white trash Tucson shit that I can tell you about that we used to do. I didn't, I've never done it, but my friend from I used to work at this breakfast restaurant and this dude would always go in on his birthday and donate plasma because they give you money for it. And you're also kind of like low on blood. So he would get extra fucked up when he would drink. <laughs> So he was low on blood <laughs> and he would get paid and he would go spend that on booze, dude. That is some white trash. Oh, oh my gosh. It's an entrepreneur. Uh, well, okay, that's the West. So, you know, it's it's just as trashy here. We're just a few like, you know, we're just a couple. I thought days, it was so know. funny, dude. Yeah. Fuck, that's that's hilarious. How much did he get paid? Do you know how much he got paid to do that? I think he get like 50 bucks for plasma. That's that's like nothing for booze. Damn, that's like a 12 pack and a half. I mean, you could buy some vodka, you know what I mean? It depends how you're buying it. If you're trying to buy primo shit, you know, you could buy some. Yeah, well, uh, Ryan in Canada, a bottle of vodka is like minimum $25. Really? We can get them for six bucks here. Yeah, Yeah, no, no, no. It's taxed to hell here. And I'm sure Mm. our New New Zealand friend, it's probably even more expensive. Uh, Canada is ridiculously expensive for alcohol. Like, I've seen those big like jungle juice things where people like just pour like 50 bottles of booze with all the mix and stuff yeah. here. It would be thousands of dollars. Thousands That's like winning dollars. the lottery. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Like, like what's Fraser got beer today. He got yeah. three big cans and I think we paid $20 for it. Yeah. Where, wow. so when we go, when we go to the States and we go into like, well, you guys, can, we, you can actually buy beer in a grocery store. You can't do that in Canada. But when we oh, go to gas Lewis, stations just, here, yeah. Oh, we're just like, holy shit. When I was in Ve- when I was in Vegas a couple of years ago, I bought like a 60 ounce and a 20, a 24 ounce. And I was like, holy shit. It was only, I spent like under $30 for all that booze. It'd be like a hundred dollars <laughs> worth of booze in Canada. Damn. Like, That's wild. How much is stuff up there in New Zealand? Is it, is yeah, it well, expensive they- or cheap? We got the same deal as in Canada. They try and uh, discourage people from drinking too much drinking. booze or smoking too much tobacco by putting the taxes up real high. So we got uh, booze isn't too bad. Like uh, Shayla said, twenty five dollars for a bottle of vodka. That's probably that's the cheap stuff, though. The cheap stuff. Yeah, yeah, that's probably pretty similar to New Zealand. But uh, with the tobacco oh. in New Zealand, you're looking at paying probably twenty five US dollars, thirty US dollars for a pack of twenty five cigarettes. Ooh, here's fuck. 15 it's about 50 it's about 15 here now i think for i don't i don't know if that's like the cheap i don't we don't smoke right but um yeah it's about 15 to maybe 18 dollars canadian it for, sounds crazy but i can't tell you that it's bad logic man you know it just sucks that that tax dollars are going to the fucking government which are poisoning you in other <laughs> ways yeah, yeah but it's yeah. like you know you're not going to give your cigarette to a you know if you're 
18 or 21 or whatever the age is, you're not going to give a cigarette to a, a 16 year old or a 14 year old to try it. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And I pay, um, like I pay taxes. I like, if I want to smoke, if I want to smoke two packs of cigarettes a day, like that, I'm entitled to that choice. Right. Yeah. You know, if you and got the money, thing, like, I guess. Yeah. Well, yeah. If you, you know, it's like a matter of choice, right? Like, you know, I know they always yeah. throw around the idea of possibly taxing like fast food or like junk food, giving them like the tax that you give like liquor and booze right which yeah, is yeah. like i don't know if that's even a right decision either right like if you're gonna you know suddenly tax mcdonald's like yeah because McDonald's, what are they gonna do it. they're just gonna yeah. raise but also like and... well yeah, yeah and then you know so i'm gonna go tax because basically you know you give a homeless guy 10 bucks right and he goes to mcdonald's and buys freaking three burgers you're gonna tax that guy mm-hmm. that's where it's gonna come from is people like that people in poverty right mm-hmm. like yeah. Well, no, you McDonald's know, like, isn't going to feel any of that. They're going to jack up their prices. It's going to go back to the consumer. No, it's for, for consumers, right? And that's so, like, that's people the way who, the circle works. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it's it's really it's fucked up. And even cannabis too. They raised, they just they just raised the taxes of cannabis too in Canada. Um, yeah, I work. I, I actually work in the cannabis industry. What's the um, rate there? Oh my gosh, I don't know off the top of my head. Uh, one one joint goes anywhere between four dollars and like ten dollars depends the yeah, tax well our because ta- we got 20 our, it's not that expensive here it's just it's a 20 percent tax yeah on it which is ridiculous yeah, i don't i i can't think of what it is off the off the top of my head but, i think uh, for like i mean for for an eighth you know like three grams three and a half grams it's you know anywhere from 45 to 60 bucks yeah, I think a half that like that's probably pretty similar because I think you can get of like the cheaper shit like a half ounce for around one hundred and thirty bucks. I think, I think we, it's we're so more crazy though because you you can go buy from like a friend and, and like I mean it's ten dollars a gram pretty much all the way up. You know what I mean? So you're paying thirty five dollars an eighth versus the fifty. Yeah, I mean that was old school prices. Like I I'm you know I'm thirty one. I didn't even smoke till after I graduated high school. And we would like we would get real excited when we could find an eighth for forty bucks. You know what I mean? Oh, that's what um, I do now, Ryan. I I am I am signed up at all like on the mailing list of all the local dispensaries, and luckily I'm around an area where there's multiple colleges, so there's a lot of dispensaries, and they just oh, send nice. out all these flyers. And like every now and then, you can get like an ounce for under two hundred bucks. You know, it's like, ridiculous, but it's ridiculous, though, like. Where we live, um, where we live, there's like certain pot shops where like the same pack of gummies, edible gummies are like $9 for the one pack, 20 milligrams, right? Mm-hmm. We go drive a little bit farther and the discount one sells the exact same one it's for like $4. Three or four bucks. It's so like I tell people, I'm like, do not like at least here, do not just go into a random pot shop and trust that that's like the standard prices because mm-hmm. some of them are just skyrocket high. And I think they just hope people will pay price because we did for a while we assumed that's what they cost and then somebody's like no no go to this pot shop we started going to that one we're like shit it's like everything's like half the price right so mm-hmm. i don't crazy no, it's who ridiculous. knows They're, um, canada's now talking about potentially uh legalizing like psychedelic drugs yeah psilocybin yeah, in particular yeah yeah because uh, there's a lot of research out there that shows that psilocybin in particular is of use for uh, traumatic stress disorders and mm-hmm. for existential anxiety, like end-of-life anxiety in particular, yeah. Johns Hopkins University has been studying this for a while. They've found that uh, people who are anxious because they've got a terminal illness and are about to die, 
their right. suffering can be alleviated to an extremely large degree by application of psilocybin. And if yeah. you think about it, though, psilocybin has been used as a spiritual sacrament by Indo-European people for thousands of years. So it's really, it's part of our, it should be part of our culture, really. Absolutely. It's a very, like, a very mystical, spiritual thing. Like, I've only done mushrooms probably like eight, nine times. And there have been a couple times. Uh, one time I got terrified, but it passed and I was okay. But a couple times, it's like you see, like, connections and things. You see patterns you didn't see see all kinds of colors you can't quite name it's unbelievable yeah yeah mm. i've got a good video talking about it on my bitshoot channel there's actually a video where i talk about my first experience with psilocybin mushrooms and that was on about seven grams so that was a very strong dose oh we'll have to we'll have to check that out i'd be interested in checking that out yeah yeah sure. if you go to the go to the vjm publishing my initials vincent jamie mcleod if you go to vjm publishing on uh yeah. BitChute, I've just got a few videos, but one of them is me talking about that first ever psychedelic mushroom trip and and what I experienced on that trip. It was it was quite amazing because it totally totally rechanged my mind and it totally yeah. reorientated my attitude to existence. You know, like I wow. had to through, I had to think through everything I believed again after after that psychedelic experience. Yeah, it was awesome. That's amazing. It, yeah, that's the the power of psychedelics is amazing. I mean, that's one of the things, yeah. one of the first things I did, you know, after my separation was, uh, was have a mushroom trip, you know, by myself. <laughs> and it yeah. was such a powerful experience, you know, so many things that I can't even really describe, but it was what I needed yeah. at that time. You know, it was almost yeah, yeah. like, it was like a, a something to push you ahead or to show you, listen, keep going. Don't worry about it. You know, move on. Yeah. And I th think it was uh, Terrence McKenna who said it's like the mushroom talks to you. And I totally understand what that means. Yeah. yeah but it's sure. like, like they're not literally talking to you. It's, it's a, like a different thing. It's, it's, it's hard it's to a explain, conversation sure. in your head like without having a conversation in your head. Right. It's, it's, it's your, it's just a right. weird, it's a whole lot of things going on, but nothing's really going on. You're just in the experience. You're in the now so much yeah. that you're, you're really going within. Do you think the incredible psychedelic realms are real or like, real yeah. on some level or do you think it's just mind well, manifest kind of like dmt right because does dmt not take you completely out of the out of this realm right right yeah dmt does dmt takes you out of this physical realm it actually puts you in a place that feels more real than this i mean that, that might sound crazy it probably does sound crazy but if you smoke dmt you can find yourself aware of a world that feels more real than this material that's insane. world and that's Amazing. yeah that's wicked. it's one of those things that totally i, I want to try it we we want to try it that's something yeah. I, i've never done mushrooms though so i feel like i need to try mushrooms the, before i try DMT. the weirdest one i did was yeah. salvia that was a crazy <laughs> knockout oh, that's like fucked I, up though i couldn't even yeah. understand it <laughs> yeah, yeah so i wouldn't even fuck with, i've never tried that and i never will dude the salvia shit i yeah. i'll never fuck with that no yeah. yeah, salvia's yeah, just weird that's out of my yeah, there's grade. credible evidence about, you know, back to the mushrooms. There's, isn't there pretty credible evidence that it came from like outer space? And for the people that don't believe in, in outer space, I mean, like, it's just a space theory. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I don't really fully get behind the whole idea of space is fake. But um, just the idea I think they were, that I think they were created for a purpose. Like, I think 
you know, whether you want to call it God or a creator, right? I, I think they were made for that purpose for us mm-hmm. to have spiritual awakening, awakenings to understand the world we live in, right? Yeah. I don't yeah. think they were, I don't think they have those properties by pure accident. There's, I think that would not, be impossible. There's not many things on this, whatever we're on that are here by accident. That's accident. Yeah. You yeah. Know, no, it is intentional creation. It is, you know, sacred geometry. It's, it's all perfectly created. And the only ones screwing it up, unfortunately, are us. So, you know, it's it's... maybe that's why we're in like this might sound a bit far out, but maybe the reason why the world right now is so fucked up is because we're meant to take these drugs and we're not like we're meant to get in tune with those things. If you go back to ancient Greece, they had what they called the Eleusinian Mysteries, the mystery schools where the participants would drink a substance that they called a kaikion, which was a mix of psychedelic drugs that probably had magic mushrooms in it, probably had psilocybin in it. So if you go back to ancient Greece, you see that it's actually part of their culture every single year to get together. All of society gets together and they have one communal psychedelic trip. And I think that really tuned them into the nature of reality. And that's why in ancient Greece, you had so many great philosophers because they really- Imagine if we did that today though, in the United States. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Listen, fucking fighting. <laughs> well, that's why. That's why I like young guns. They go out and take that mushroom trip, and they're out there, man. And some of them are freaking yeah, out, well, and some of them are just enjoying it. Well, yeah. isn't that what Native Americans did when you were like, as a man, if you came of age, right? They gave you yeah, yeah. freaking peyote, peyote, peyote yeah. and then the tribe moved forward, and you yeah. had to find your way, right? That's a yep. very long acting one, like a fourteen-hour experience too. And then you got to find, you got to track the cab down. But they yeah. did that for a purpose, right? A for spiritual awakening, and B yeah. to make sure you actually have the tools. You can fucking hang. Yeah, yeah. 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 make sure you can hang. Yep. Well, dude, you know, I didn't yeah. know that about that, Vincent, but I don't, I don't. I wonder how that would scale at a massive society, like a population the size of the United States. See, that's the thing. None of these things scale. Government doesn't scale. Yeah. I don't think that mass uh, psychoactive trips or anything like that could scale. Um, I think it would be fucking chaos. Oh, if everyone dude. in the United States. Took, you imagine, uh, I think, imagine these I think mass they would wearers have- tripping right now. Right. <laughs> I mean, oh my God. Think, like, about COVID's how like, crazy of a world shit, that yeah. is. You got a bunch of zombies. You know, that that is the zombie apocalypse. apocalypse. That's it. It would right only there. take a Give table- them psychedelics to the mass folks. It would only take a tablespoon. It would only take a tablespoon of acid <laughs> in a city's water supply to get the entire freaking city like just stoned. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. you yeah. know, I think the government or like they would have to screen people to make sure that they're mentally sound to be able to handle such an experience. Oh, they're not. People, that's the whole joy of it. Some people that's just the can't zombie apocalypse. It. Yeah, that's why because they'll be foaming, they'll be freaking out. It's that's that's and they perfect. won't have TikTok either. They'll TikTok TikTok will shut down for that day, so they'll have no like TikTok, no internet. Oh, please, the phone will scare the shit out of them when you're tripping like that. Oh, you would yeah. not want to see that oh, black yeah. mirror right there. That thing would scare you to death. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like they'd love it, man. They they would come so, out of it okay because they would come out of it better people, and they would know the government's lying, and they would kind of start to figure shit out. Yeah, but it the time being, change. they'd be horrified. We already have a a mass psychoactive ritual at scale. Every weekend, people drink booze. You know, yeah. just about every weekend, most people get on the piss, and and um, that's chaos. You know, that's chaos. That's, yeah. that's that's disaster. You know, I think if we would do shrooms once a year instead i think it would be relatively peaceful in comparison to 
yeah, yeah. Because don't... booze is just a socially acceptable psychotic episode. Yeah, people don't go home and yeah. beat up their beat their wives and children when they're high on pot uh, or mushrooms, uh, right? But people, yeah, do I can't people have ever though. gotten in a fight when I was stoned. Uh, people have no. plenty of times though people have so many i mean and there's actually there's more studies coming out and i'm not against weed at all but there's proof that now like more and more heart attacks are linked to mar- uh, marijuana use um people do have psychotic breaks using marijuana mm-hmm. believe it or not it absolutely yeah. happens and it happens pretty darn regularly um i know that i was actually like a worse person when i was smoking all the time that's just me personally that right. just means that it didn't work for me it works for a lot mm-hmm. of people, but I, I do get real skeptical of the broad brushing of like weed is just better than alcohol or alcohol is yeah. worse than shrooms or whatever. You know, different shit works for different people, dude. Like if you give fucking riddle in to well, someone that doesn't mm-hmm. need it, the they, only reason why alcohol is, a... right, is just because it is toxic to your body also. Right. Sure. I mean, sure. well, alcohol does so many damaging. It does nerve damage. Yeah. Oh, yeah, uh, absolutely. And, and I know. What's well, that? Liver damage for sure. Yeah, I mean it, brain, it fucks brain your brain body damage, up. right? It, brain. I mean it does all sorts of things. It's it's addictive. It does, you know, it's, it has the same property. I was saying, in general, there are levels to this, though, right? Like, and I know you were going on with sure. the Adderall, and that's a good example right there because that that one. Oof. Yeah, dude. If you give it to someone that needs it, it helps them, and if you give it to someone that doesn't, it fucks them up. You know what I mean? Into a crackhead. Um, people yeah. say. Yeah, dude. people say like, you know, cannabis has been around since the dawn of time. So is alcohol, dude. It really has. You know yeah. what I mean? Like people, cavemen were using this shit. You know what I mean? They put a bunch of weed in a basket and supposedly it rained and then it sat there for a while and someone drank it and got fucking drunk. You know what I mean? And like, that's where it started. So, I mean, this who knows what was around first? Sure. Weed grows naturally. Everything in moderation. Yeah, everything yeah, in man. moderation. Because whatever I, I can see there was a point where I was having a lot of cannabis like a lot all the time and you know it starts to fry your brain right you know yeah, you start feeling like less less of a productive person right so it's something to be enjoyed for sure and it has its benefits Absolutely. right pain benefits right among many other things but moderation right because you know i don't want to be couch locked a fucking zombie 24 7 right and if yeah. i was smoking pot all day that would be me for sure without a doubt right you know i want to be a productive member yeah, one society, thing about, at least some of the time. One thing about cannabis, though, is that you've got a number of different psychoactives. Like in the case of alcohol, you've only got alcohol. Alcohol is the only psychoactive. But with cannabis, you've got THC and you've got CBD, for example. I don't like these super high THC strains because I do find that they fry me a bit. So I yeah. like to have weed that's got a bit more CBD in it. You know, I've got I actually I actually prefer the low strength strains because I find them yeah much, they're definitely more mellow for sure much more mellow yeah more enjoyable you know. Yeah. Well, yeah. I would blast, but um, if I want to smoke it, like if I want to have say three or four joints in a night, I have to smoke the high CBD stuff and just be more yeah. relaxed, you know? Yeah, dude. See, this is why I really like talking to you, Vince, because like you bring up good points. Um, and I don't agree with all of them, but it's a really fun conversation, dude. Because yeah, yeah. I, I would say, why do different alcohols give people different levels of drunkenness or give people different effects? I think that there are multiple things in alcohol, you know, with gin, there's a bunch of botanicals in Bombay, right? Um, this what is going to say about women gin. and lemon gin, right? What do they say about women and lemon gin? Yeah. What, I don't know. What do they say? <laughs> that uh, lemon gin makes their panties fall off. Okay. Oh, I thought it was tequila. 
Um, uh, but yeah, it's lemon does... gin and tequila. I've heard for both. <laughs> there you go. But we I mean, like, so there's different things. You know, lemon te- gin sponsor then for this podcast. There you go, dude. <laughs> but you know, I mean, uh, tequila comes from the blue agave, right? There's there's clearly some some uh, healing properties to that plant, right? And then you also have like whiskey, which is just fucking rednecks made that in the you know if we're also, talking about bourbon, absinthe too. That's got sujon yeah. in it. Which is like a different psychoactive drug. Yeah, yeah. It's a little different. Yeah, you know, and so yeah, I do agree that that weed is definitely better for a lot of people. Um, but I mean, I, I would say, dude, and even freaking Jägermeister, it's got an opiate base in it. You know what I mean? So right. there oh, are yeah, different. So gross too. Ugh. It's horrible. It's bad. I, but oh, I, I have. I drank it when I was sick one time, and it freaking healed me up pretty quick. I, I got si- last- I got better like. The last time I had Jaeger, I think I took a shot of it. And then my friend was pushing me into a cab. That's the next thing I remember after doing Jaeger. <laughs> that might have been my 20. No, might have been my 21st or my 22nd birthday. Can't remember which one. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I had a Jaeger and then I was in a cab. That's the next thing I remember. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, it's like i said i think uh different things work for different people man my mom takes yeah. xanax you know what i mean she was prescribed them she doesn't take them for fun um but she used to have real bad panic attacks when i was a kid man xanax really worked for her and dude she's a fucking productive member of society dude you know what i mean um my dad doesn't need anything he drinks his booze man works fucking like 20 hours a day dude i'm not even kidding you know and yes it's computer work but I don't understand how he's as old as he is and he works as hard as he freaking does. And then he goes golfing on Sundays and he works on everyone's vehicles, you know, everyone that, oh that he God. knows. You know Very what I mean? So, I mean, like it, your dad's the man. Shout out to you. Oh, he's Alpha. a G, dude. Yeah. He's Total a G. I'm going to get him on the debaters some night. He, he was supposed to come on one night, but he bailed because he was probably fucking working. But, you know, that's how <laughs> it is, dude. It's why you ended up so good, Ryan. You had a good father. There's oh boy, good... I, I fell far <laughs> away from that trade, but I, I I do try to be as well, close to him as I can. He was an influence, right? You know, he was there. Right? Oh, yeah. If you if you if you had had a different father, then you might have ended up a lot worse. <laughs> oh yeah, no, yeah. He they gave me too much freedom, and so I kind of just turned up this way, you know. <laughs> be proud that you're my you know, my, not too shabby. <laughs> My, my dad, was, my dad was proud. You know, he listened to our episode, Ryan, and he's like, I'm so proud of you. You sound so good. I, I can't believe I, I raised somebody who's so articulate. I'm like, oh, dad, you're cool. <laughs> Hell yeah. My dad used to listen until I said one thing. I forget what it was. And he was like, oh, I, I, I just can't listen to it anymore. And I was like, hey, it's fine. You know, just, I, I don't yeah. really want you listening anyway. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, <laughs> feel more inclined to watch your mouth if dad's listening. Right? Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no. Yeah, he's like a brother and a dad at the same time. So good shit. That's good to hear. Good. Stuff. Yeah, I don't want to knock alcohol because I worked as a barman for several years. Like, so I was a professional alcohol <laughs> seller. And I know that alcohol can be really good, especially if people are a bit shy. Like um, in the in the Western world, there's a, quite a few people with like uh, mild levels of autism. If you're a bit autistic, a bit shy, then a couple of drinks can really improve the quality of your life. You know, that can really make you uh, bring out social a, a social side to you that you wouldn't otherwise have been able to show. So I don't right. I don't knock alcohol. I don't say alcohol's bad. You know, I just say it's less good than than weed for most people, in my opinion. Yeah. I would tend to agree with that. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard that about the autism. That's interesting. 
That's really yeah. No, that is fascinating. But a lot of people with autism, they uh, they sort of live more inside their own heads a bit more, like they're thinking about their own thoughts and their own uh, emotions, and are not so much worried about what other people are thinking and feeling. And that's kind of um, antisocial, you know. So if they, some person like that drinks some booze and they start becoming more interested in what other people are thinking, that can produce a really good social environment. So I don't knock alcohol, you know. Alcohol definitely got some uh, advantages. I don't yeah. drink personally for uh, – I have too many medical issues at the moment to drink. Yeah, yeah. I can take it or leave it, right? Like I think, I think last year I drank maybe twice. Right. I, I don't think I've had a sip of alcohol since – yeah. this entire year so far right and and i'm content that i'm content that way you know i oh, think yeah. my drinking days i think they're be i think they're behind me honestly they're yeah. they're far behind me yeah i had to drink any alcohol now but i still smoke a lot of weed because i find it just um just has the spot you know it just takes away that little bit i'd of rather that. i'd i'd personally rather smoke a joint than uh drink yeah me too by far right eh? like i don't end up puking in the bathroom the next day you know you <laughs> yeah. know you know like that's the thing it's true you don't though right like you know like me our favorite thing me and his favorite thing to do is take edibles and we watch south park yeah right yeah and we laugh our asses off yeah yeah. weed is also um weed is also very good at at like letting you see the agenda behind shit i just find it a lot easier to when we lift that veil you know when we watch like whether it's south park or any other like usually like short sitcom like that We'll be watching it and we'll look at each other and we'll just be like, did you, did you just get that? Because <laughs> yeah. serious, yeah. seriously, like they were making points about this, like, like shit going on now, 20 years ago. And it yeah. blows my mind every time. I don't notice it as much when I'm of sound mind, but when I'm high, it's just yeah. blow, blows my mind the entire time. Yeah. You can see yeah. connections between things a little bit more easy. I think so. Uh, I think so. Same and with, I think that's. Same with the mushrooms. Probably yeah, kind definitely. of why they were illegal for so long, right? Yeah, what's well, yeah, don't, don't want see, people they don't want us to see the program connecting right? the dots too much, you know. They, they want to keep us ignorant. That's why they give us booze and, and tobacco and television and all that sort of stuff. And they keep the spiritual sacraments, they keep those illegal so we can't have them. Can't get wise. Right. You know, there was one thing, and it would actually be really fun to talk with you, Vince, and uh Sam, Pastor Sam. Remember him, Matt? Yep. Because he has this really, really interesting idea, and I don't even think it's his idea. He just was repeating this. Uh, He's a very OG-type Christian pastor. I mean, he doesn't preach in churches. He uh, I've listened to his his, episodes with you. They're they're good. (laughs) He's a fucking G, dude. He he was uh, kicked out of the country. He lives in Mexico now. Like a vigilante. Um, And... Wow. And it was not for touching kids like many priests and pastors. It was because he was speaking out against the government so hard. And he bashes on people that do that kind of stuff like the Vatican does. And um, he preaches in the jungles. He's been doing that since he started getting into Christianity. And he's just he's a he's a badass dude. I really like him. I haven't talked to him in a little while. I think he's mad that I took down our cartel episode um, because it was a little uh, sketchy. And I thought I was being followed. So, you know, I took that down. But um, so if I get to talk to him again, I'll have him on. But he was saying that marijuana is an illegal way to access the spiritual realm. And that's what he says. And I've I've asked that to a lot of stoners, you know, with Kim included. And um, I mean, I haven't had anyone say that they disagree, but a lot of people just don't have a problem with that idea of accessing the world of the spiritual world illegally. And I ask him what he thinks about wine and booze and all this stuff. 
And he's like, well, yeah, God gave us that. You know, that's just his theory. I would say God gave us weed too. Um, Mm -hmm. But it was, uh, it was just an interesting thing. I never heard that, but I never really heard anyone dispute it in a, in a, in a very efficient way. Well, a lot of Hindus still use cannabis for spiritual purposes and they have done for thousands of years. Like there's still a lot of festivals in India where they drink bang. They call it bang. It's like a milk milkshake, but it's got uh, cannabis in it. So I suppose it's kind of like an edible. And um, they have a lot of festivals in Nepal where there's a lot of cannabis being smoked and they, they understand that it's a spiritual sacrament that brings people in line with the divine again. They understand that. They never forgot that. Yeah, there's What's a that other sacrament. one? Um, ayahuasca. That's an interesting ayahuasca, one. That's yeah. orally active DMT, isn't it? Pretty much. Yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Last heard, tea, right? Really interesting. Like DMT, but last one. hours, yeah. Right. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. yeah. Whatever works for people, man. You know, whatever makes you a better person, makes you hate work a little less. Yeah. Amen sure. to that. Amen that's, to that. That's yeah. it. That's the word of the day right there. Uh, <laughs> Guys, this has been awesome. This has been a great conversation. I didn't realize it's almost been two hours, which is long for the debaters, but I didn't even <laughs> notice. So we were having a good time. Um, go around. And if you want to, uh, you know, promote anything, feel free. Uh, Vince, we'll start with you. Yeah. Well, if you're interested in um, spirituality and the kind of insights into spirituality that you might get from uh, taking spiritual sacraments like cannabis and psilocybin mushrooms, you might be interested in my latest book, which is called Elemental Elementalism, which you can get off Amazon. You can just go straight there and buy it. They'll post it out to you. And this book is basically a compilation of all the spiritual insights that I've had from using cannabis and psilocybin over the last 10 or 12 years. So it covers a lot of the topics that we just touched on today, but goes in real deep, real deep. So yeah, if I'm going to plug one thing from me, yeah, that's it. Buy my book, Elemental Elementalism. Elemental on your website. Yeah, you can find on my website, um, Vincent Jamie McLeod, VJM, VJMpublishing.nz. You can find all my books on there. Elemental Elementalism's at the top. So, um, yeah, it's, it's actually all the chapters are available for reading on free. You can read them free just on the internet. So you don't have to buy the book. But uh, if you want to, yeah, Elemental Elementalism is a great read. I will put all the links in there for you, Vince. That's great, man. Yeah. I, yeah, yeah, I will be getting a copy of that as well. Excellent. Yeah, choice. Yeah, wicked. Yeah, he's got a great mind. It's an interesting conversation every time with uh, Vince. Oh, here. this is yeah. I, I love the your guys' conversation on on Dangerous World, and and this is yeah, this has been great, been very... man. We'll, we will definitely have to get get you back on. This is awesome. Right, choice. Yeah, wicked. Cheers. Thank you. And uh, thank you very much. Fraser. So I don't I don't really uh, post much conspiracy content, but if people want to follow me on Instagram, my name is Shayla Ben S H A Y L A B E N. I post spiritual stuff, religious stuff. I post my weight loss journey if people are interested in watching that and seeing that. Um, But that's pretty much what I do for the most part. (laughs) Yeah. And I'm uh, Fraser C96. Um, That would be F-R-A-S-E-R underscore C96. On Instagram. All right. Yes, on Instagram. Oh, oh yes. I just yeah. like post uh, conspiracy content. Tartaria. Tartaria stuff. Uh, World War II, pretty controversial stuff, too. Um, That's the fun stuff. It's not the your first score it's not is actually your first after account. C, we'll say that much. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's pretty oh, yeah. um, out of this world stuff. 
But funny, that one post that of Fraser's that got him into a lot of trouble with a bunch of people was a meme he he posted about traditionalism and people got mad at him that he was promoting race mixing. Oh yeah, I got a stern talking to by some all people. His Why are you promoting race mixing, bro? I'm like, oh, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> race mixing? Yeah, sounds like a fucking 4chan term right there. Is that yeah. what that is? I know, Vince. Yeah, it could be. Could Unreal. be real. Oh I yeah, I, could, dude. I couldn't believe that. Wild. Ryan, you got anything new to push? Any new uh, no, I was gonna say, uh, Shayla, congratulations on your weight loss. So that is fucking Thank awesome. Thank you so much. Um, Thank you so much. Yeah, I uh, I need to do the same, man. I really do, but it's just so hard. There's so much well, good let's, food uh, out there. Let's message back and forth. I can give you some uh, some advice because uh, we're you know it's uh, it wasn't super. I'm not, I'm not tooting my own horn. It it wasn't the hardest thing I've ever done. So I definitely think you can. Uh, you can do it and i have oh, i can do it i've lost most- 10 pounds since like uh freaking you know about a month ago or so um yeah, but, but i need to want, keep going want- i need to cut back yeah. on the booze i think that'll help but um can- the episode that i did with vince if anyone's interested in hearing about his other book clown world chronicles which was very interesting it's 232 on my feed um matt it's always so fun doing these man and i'm uh, i'm trying to promote your podcast more um, just because not only are these real fun, you get into a lot of topics I don't hear anywhere else on uh, your your main actual show uh, with the Great Deception. So it's just fun, man. It's uh, it's a cool little get together. Always different minds. You never know where the conversation is going. Um, so yeah, that's all I got to say. It's just a, it's always a great time, man. Really fun. No, I appreciate yeah, it. Matt, I saw I'm your video before you, I got on here. I was like, yeah, that's so cool. Uh, and yeah, I want to add something new. In yeah, my segment, and I'd, you know like what I mean? to, I'd like to try and do this live eventually too. You know, we see how long we can stay on. I'll create like a, a master debaters YouTube page, and we'll just see how long it stays up. And if we don't get strikes, it'd be awesome. It'd be cool to have that live too, and just let people interact. Yeah, I wonder where you'd go. I wonder if you'd have to go through Rockfin, but I don't know how that how that platform is now. You won't catch my podcast on Rockfin yeah okay well i don't know i don't know where to go i'm not a crypto guy so i don't want i'm not messing with the devil on that side you know dude i think that's the least of rockland's problems no i'm I'm not messing with that to begin with like i've heard issues up down and sideways from there so they can have it i'm good i'm glad i never gave them any money i'm glad (laughs) yeah dude matt what about you i know you got stuff to plug man yeah i got the uh, instagram page great deception podcast youtube great deception podcast uh just uh bit you odyssey i'll eventually get to posting to them i'm trying to figure out youtube first and get that going and then uh we'll spread out so uh feel free to hit me up dms whatever uh i enjoy the interaction and i appreciate you all for joining this uh Always my favorite night of the week. I enjoy talking to new people. Vince, it was great meeting you. Shayla and Fraser, it was great finally getting to see you face-to-face in the you virtual. You too, thank you. And as always, Ryan, everything. It's always a pleasure to be with you, my man. So pleasure meeting you, sir. With that said, we will wrap it tonight. So everyone, stay Why do you think that is? I mean, why is that? I mean, is it just because people are are lazy today or they're bored? I mean, are we just like bored, spoiled children who've just been lying in the bathtub all day, just 
playing with their plastic duck, and now they're just thinking, well, what can I do? Okay, yes, we are bored. We're all bored now. But has it ever occurred to you, Wally, that the process that creates this boredom that we see in the world now may very well be a self-perpetuating, unconscious form of brainwashing created by a world totalitarian government based on money, and that all of this is much more dangerous than one thinks? And it's not just a question of individual survival, Wally, but that somebody who's bored is asleep, and somebody who's asleep will not say no? See, I keep meeting these people. I mean, uh, just a few days ago, I met this man whom I greatly admire. He's a Swedish physicist, Gustav Bjornstrand. And he told me that he no longer watches television, he doesn't read newspapers, and he doesn't read magazines. He's completely cut them out of his life because he really does feel that we're living in some kind of Orwellian nightmare now and that everything that you hear now contributes to turning you into a robot. When I met him at Findhorn, he said to me, where are you from? And I said, New York. He said, ah, New York, yes, that's a very interesting place. Do you know a lot of New Yorkers who keep talking about the fact that they want to leave but never do? And I said, oh, yes. And he said, why do you think they don't leave? I gave him different banal theories. He said, oh, I don't think it's that way at all. He said, I think that New York is the new model for the new concentration camp, where the camp has been built by the inmates themselves, and the inmates are the guards, and they have this pride in this thing they've built. They've built their own prison, and so they exist in a state of schizophrenia, where they are both guards and prisoners, and as a result, they no longer have, having been lobotomized, the capacity to leave the prison they've made or to even see it as a prison. And then he went into his pocket and he took out a seed for a tree and he said, this is a pine tree. He put it in my hand and he said, escape before it's too late. Of course, the problem is where to go because it seems quite obvious that the whole world is going in the same direction. This is the beginning of the rest of the future now that from now on, there'll simply be all these robots walking around, feeling nothing, thinking nothing. And there'll be nobody left almost to remind them that there once was a species called a human being with feelings and thoughts and that history and memory are right now being erased and soon nobody will really remember that life existed on the planet.